0: Hey you damn guys, welcome to Book Club Member Comics. My Hi. name is John Salinas, and I'm here with
1: Ari oh, Lois. I'm Danielle.
0: And I'm Ross Radke. Hey, hey Ross, Ross is back Radke. on the show. Thank you so much, Ross. Yeah. Yes, this is our book club podcast. We're reading comics, we're talking to our friends, and here's Danielle. She's gonna tell you all about it.
1: No, Ross Radke's gonna tell you all
2: about it. <laughs> okay. So the way this works is this is a, a book club. How does club. it work, Ross? How does and it work? So it's a book club. So we're gonna we're gonna read something. And then we're going to talk about it. After we talk about it, uh, we're going to have the listeners give us some listener feedback. And on the next episode, talk about the listener feedback before talking about the next thing that we're going to talk about that we read <laughs> that we told you to read the last time you listened to us talking about the thing that we read the last time. <laughs> that's a book club, and that's Friendship. Yes, That's awesome. right. Back Incredible. to you, John. Yes, thank you so that's, much, Ron. That was great. Perfect. Great job. Awesome.
1: Well, I guess you don't need me anymore. Oh. I'm going to mosey on. Into the sunset.
2: (laughs) Almost as good as the first time you did that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Ross. So um, tell us a little bit about uh, what you've got going on. You know, um, we know you from uh, all your self-published comics, you know, that you have going
2: on. If if people follow me on social media, they kind of know I've been going through a rough year because I've kind of shared a little bit. I had a bunch of projects that I wanted to get done this year. They're not getting done. But in the meantime, I've been catching up on a lot of overdue commissions and, you know, just trying to relax. I started playing drums again, which is awesome. Awesome. Nice. That I've is kind awesome. of been, I've, I've still been drawing every day, but I, it's been a little bit more. I don't have anything I'm ready to like put out there yet in terms of like right a on. new project, but.
1: And that's your business and we respect that. Yeah. yeah. And we're excited for you to work on whatever you want to work on
0: that's friendship
1: that's friendship yes
0: that's all part that's of friendship being in the and book
1: club it's also part of being an artist sometimes you're i just did. like fuck it i'm not gonna do anything i'm supposed to be doing at all and just do other things instead and yeah. that's also just being an artist
2: yeah yeah you know i'm i'm recently single and so i'm trying to watch learn out, how, to, how to yeah how to date again for the first time in 14 years watch out ladies super weird <laughs> Last time I dated, I had a flip cell phone, so a lot has changed. <laughs> yes.
0: But this isn't a dating <laughs> podcast, this is a comics podcast. It could be. Yes, and <laughs> it could be. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Let's get right to it. We're going to go on to our listener feedback. Listener feedback. feedback. Yes. Listener feedback. Get out reads and floppies. Get
3: out hardback copies. Digital is fine.
1: Read along in time. Get well, beg, let's rummage around in here and, and see what we've got. we got a hey damn guys from Hayden or
3: Hayden or. book club member. That's right. Book regarding member.
1: our. Yeah, he's a book club member regarding our Harrow County episode from the week before last. Haydenor says. Man, I love seeing these horrible weirdos for the first time. Oh,
0: okay. So there's a there's a scene where they go in and there's just a bunch of weirdos, yeah. right? I love that. There's a yeah. there's the skull face guy. Yeah. There's the invisible one. There's a little Madame Web lady. Okay. All those people. All the okay. all the weirdos. <laughs>
1: all right, I love horrible weirdos. Yeah. When these issues were coming out, especially Corbin. I love a corpse in a suit, yeah. he says. <laughs> if you guys could pick one particular kind of magic to be good at, sort of like the family here, what would you pick? John and I have this conversation incessantly. Oh, we do have stuff. All <laughs> the time, constantly. Uh, not to sound like a creepazoid, But I do think necromancy would be kind of fun if you could bring people back with their personalities intact, he says. Okay.
3: Okay. Uh, But that's going to start the zombie apocalypse.
4: (laughs) He goes
1: on to say, but that's still kind of dark. So I'd probably end up going with being able to see the past. It's got so many practical applications. And also, I would never forget where I put something ever again.
0: And what kind of magic?
2: Okay, this is a good question. I don't know. Um, I
1: think one could argue that music and art are both kinds of magic.
2: I, I was gonna say that's that's funny because I was that's not at all where my mind went. I was thinking I'd be like weird bug guy out in the Ooh,
1: woods. Ooh, <laughs> that's a good
2: one too. <laughs> so, oh, maybe weird, I'll change mine to being weird a weird bug, bug, bug guy.
1: That sounds pretty great. Bug
2: magic sounds yeah, awesome. Bug magic. Yeah. I
0: do like that. Like um, you know, Ant-Man, but for all bugs, I guess, and also uh, magical uh, things,
2: right? Cool. And also like magical. Yeah, bug you know, things. like yeah. get get little spiders and butterflies and beetles and things do do stuff for you i don't know i don't know what they would do would they hang out with you can you hang out out with them
1: or 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 (laughs) telekinesis okay telekinesis that's a type of magic yeah i would do that i guess i don't know
0: well that's just like moving stuff right so like
1: it's not just moving stuff john you don't you fundamentally (laughs) misunderstand the nature of telekinesis and why it's fucking awesome okay tell me it's also just moving stuff oh okay <laughs> it's a lot of that it is a lot of that it's mostly that
3: similar to the bug thing i want to communicate with like animals though, like dogs uh, yeah. and
0: cats
2: yeah and,
0: you know birds.
3: i, I was and gonna werewolves. say
2: that yeah. but i felt like i had to limit it for some reason no you're
0: good oh okay you hang out with lizards i guess i'm thinking more like um kind of like the powers in like avatar the last airbender you know okay. I mean? like you,
1: have, like, you know like elemental power. You know, like i
0: like the earth powers Earthbending? you know like you can like you'd be an earth do stuff with dirt and rocks and okay. you know and like sure, shit like that you sure. know what i mean
2: with our powers
1: combined yeah yeah we can be the worst fucking squad <laughs> on the face of the fucking planet we got
0: bug
3: man we got bug we got universe. animal man we
1: got
0: <laughs> we got dirt guy
1: we got, we got dirt, dirt guy. guy
0: and we got Moves- telekinesis I move
1: stuff around mostly but it's so much more than that but it's mostly moving but it's things mostly around that. it's it's mostly that
0: this is your next project ross there you go yeah i guess teleporting would also be pretty cool oh yeah that would be great i would never be stuck in traffic again yeah Yeah.
1: well if you have telekinesis you just you just float places
3: right yeah but if you teleport you don't have to do that either
1: (laughs) but it's better to float around i think you can float a car you can float up all the other cars and drive under the car
3: i could teleport a hundred miles straight up and just fall. Somewhere. Yeah. But can you float
1: a, a Pop-Tart to yourself from the kitchen? Answer that to me. No, I, I know it's not well, telekinetics. There you go. Aubrey,
2: I've, I've thought about this way too much. So if you could teleport and someone push you off a building and mm-hmm. you had reached maximum velocity uh huh, is teleporting going to actually help you. Cause at some point you're still going to have to hit the ground. Well, Okay. Yeah. Here, teleport let's think about that. Teleport yourself to a you place where it wouldn't hurt if
1: you
0: landed. Right? Yeah. Or like in the in midair.
2: Well, I but mean, then yeah, just be falling just, again. Yeah. You just keep falling. But
0: and what, and what falling are you and falling, falling on? Falling. Yeah. What are you falling on? What about if
1: you fall on one of those movie sets where they have one of those big things all inflated where people have to fall a really long way?
2: Yeah. I'll teleport it, to one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell- teleport yourself progressively closer to a safe place to land, but you'd be accelerating each time.
1: Also, I don't think that's how teleportation work. I think that's how portals work. That's a different thing. Hmm. teleportation is a different thing from portals does he have right. a portal gun or is he teleporting yeah so teleportation uh, involves you can do whatever
2: so you could you could you could you could absolutely manipulate stop. your velocity mid. yes 100 okay. you would just it's stop? magic
1: we're talking about magic you can do anything with magic this is not science it's oh, yeah, magic this
3: is magic not science Oh, yeah. good point <laughs> so i
1: win this ridiculous oh, yeah. argument.
0: It is magic. We are talking about magic,
1: so
3: yeah, you're right. <laughs> but 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 Ross, to answer your question, I've actually thought about that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, not just me then.
3: <laughs> so like, I would think that like if you were to teleport and change your direction. Yeah. Oh if, yeah. Like if you were to like instead of going down, all of a sudden you're oh, going up. Oh. Up. You, Aubrey, you're and, a genius. And as you get slower and slower, teleport, bam, there you go. They, okay i never thought about
4: that okay
1: <laughs> but again this is magic that makes it all moot you can just appear somewhere yeah
2: yeah yeah
0: all right <laughs> good conversation there
2: oh ho- ho- sorry sorry real quick hayden i'm sorry um your your commission is coming uh! Uh, he's, he's got a big one <laughs> and i've put it i'm putting it off for last but i've got two smaller ones to get done before his
1: you're in hot water. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure everyone's like just as sensible and goes, "Yeah, it's fine." You know what? What, what I always think of—sorry to just tag on to that, Ross. To be honest, what I always think of is like I'm just happy I got my shit from a Kickstarter. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like a lot of times, okay, there are some that I'm still yeah. waiting for. There are commissions, Ross, that I've never gotten. Don't feel bad. But I think most people yeah. who do Kickstarters are like, "Hmm, I might get this and I might not."
1: Yeah, I think there's also a special anxiety when it's somebody who is your friend oh, okay, that is yeah. waiting <laughs> on something from you. I think that's especially, you're just like, oh, oh. I better say something about this.
3: <laughs> we also heard from Christopher Egan.
2: Christopher Egan. Book club member. That's yes. right.
3: That's right. Uh, Christopher said, my only complaint with my adventures with Superman is what Danielle said. Shut up, Lewis. You just met this <laughs> boy.
4: <laughs>
3: Jimmy's anger over it is a little more founded if you're completely caught up.
1: Yeah absolutely right yeah for sure and i actually believed all of those moments that was that was great
2: are you watching that show at all ross Mm-mm. oh yeah it's i've been fun. watching harley quinn i really like harley quinn oh, that's, oh that that's that really we like that too
0: yeah, yeah that's a good one
3: christopher also goes on to say what do you go on to say and regarding total recall not sure if you noticed, but the cars in Total Recall are modeled to be very similar to the ground cars in Blade Runner because they're both based on Philip K. Dick stories. Same-ish universe?
1: Yeah, that was very interesting. Oh, and we pointed nice. that out to each other when we were watching it. Yeah, that's cool. And that was fun.
3: The movie Soldier is supposed to be kind of like a Blade Runner
0: cycle. I right know. We watched that, too.
2: I we love that, that movie.
0: Remember the Kurt Russell?
1: Cycle.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs>
4: no, and I then Minority Report
0: originally
3: started out because it's a philip k dick story we originally started out it was going to be a sequel to total recall my oh, goodness okay.
1: gracious <laughs> wow with arnold yeah oh man wow. I wish, I wish they and done the that. uh wow. the psychics
0: would have been uh mutants from mars what
5: oh that's great
0: man i love that i like that we also had some discussion on soundtracks we were talking about this in the it came up in the comments you here don't say so we heard from mark twido
1: <gasps> mark twido
3: book club member
0: yeah he said one of my nieces has Jurassic Park as her first movie. We're talking about that. Nice. Her parents thought she was too young to absorb it, but then she kept humming the theme and was immediately <laughs> obsessed with dinosaurs and yeah. still is. She's an interesting kid. She's five and her favorite song is Cornfield Chase from Interstellar from the soundtrack. Beautiful. Nice. Not at all what you would expect. You mentioned that you were like. It is exactly like soundtracks.
1: what I would expect yeah. because I was also obsessed with soundtracks at that age. I was I was listening to soundtracks on cassette.
4: Right i uh, had jurassic
1: park i had all of the ones you would expect i also had, i also had some really dumb like i had independence day on like the score right. on a cassette tape <laughs> just ridiculous i had so many wow i had like stacks of them just movie soundtracks yeah. ridiculous but remember, yeah little um... girls are super fucking weird by the way <laughs> our lives are just as rich and ridiculous as yours were i promise we were obsessed with dinosaurs robots you name it we heard from
0: drew campbell Drew Campbell. Book club member. Oh, okay. He said, My 10 year old daughter's favorite music is all movie and video game scores. Yeah. Nice. It started with How to Train Your Dragon and expanded from there. She watches YouTube videos of orchestras playing movie theme medleys. And now she knows themes to a lot of movies that she's never even seen.
1: I love awesome. that. I love that. That's great.
0: <laughs> Drew also said, Okay, you guys briefly discussed color theory and halftone dots, which immediately made me think of this long but incredibly interesting blog series about Ben Day dots
4: that Mm. gives a really
0: fascinating history of printing in general, and more specifically, the color of printing up into the Silver Age comics. I believe our friend Jerry Turnbull, book club member, he put that in here, yeah. book club member. Yeah, uh, you have to. I mean, was that's the one the who law, me- according to the rules. Yeah, he was the one who mentioned it somewhere or linked to part of it a number of years ago, and I've been trying to make my way through it ever since. It's pretty long and involved, but definitely worth a read for anyone who's interested in the printing process. And he linked it. It's called Legion of Andy, and it starts off with talking about Lichtenstein. So that's where this oh, whole wow. series... Yeah. Um, starts off and it was really interesting i started reading it it was very engaging so
1: the day and- the dots for anybody who's probably somewhat you're probably familiar with this as it's like cmyk printing right but with half tone basically dots like if you want to do screen printing you're going to be doing and you want to do like a full color image you're going to be doing cmyk
0: okay what does that mean
1: so, so there's cyan, Man. magenta, yellow, and black okay. are the colors that you use to make all of the colors. Right.
0: Okay.
3: Right? <laughs> the other day at work, somebody asked us if we could print an RGB.
1: Amazing. I
3: was just like, wow. We were like, uh. Wow.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay.
0: I don't, I don't know what that means, but Incredible. it sounds like that person was dumb for print saying Printmakers <laughs> will
1: know what we're freaking out about. Anyway, sorry. Continue, John. <laughs>
0: Drew finally added, I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet, but I heard it takes place in the NASA cinematic universe.
1: I have no notes.
0: Mark Tweedell said it's a prequel.
1: It's a 10 out of 10 (laughs) comment. That's
5: amazing.
0: We also have a voicemail from our good pal Robert
1: Noonan.
5: Robert Noonan.
1: Book club member.
5: Hey, you damn guys. Robert Noonan. First of all, Sorry I didn't do an especially good job of recording the previous one of these. I was in a bit of a hurry, and I was up until 6am the previous night. You were fine. If there had been time, I would have had another go at it. That being said, thank you, Chris Egan. But please don't cut out your vocal cords, it'll just make a mess.
4: <laughs>
5: so, I finally got a chance to finish the Nerding Out episode. I missed half of the 90s on account of the fact that I'm 27 and I didn't exist yet but one of my favorite (laughs) 80s-90s things would be Twin Peaks, including Fire Walk With Me and the 2017 Limited series.
0: Nice. Nice. In fact,
5: watching each episode of that was the highlight of my week, despite my, at the time, almost unusably bad internet connection making things difficult. 150 kilobyte per second download speed on a good day. Often it would drop as low as 50. Glad I don't have to put up with that anymore. Now... I need to exercise a bit of restraint when talking about Star Wars, otherwise I'll be here all day. (laughs) I actually think Kevin J. Anderson doesn't get enough credit. Mm, He's not the best of the 90s authors by any means, but he's also not the worst, and he established some things that went on to be hugely important. Luke's Jedi Academy, Mm. for example. Also the early New Republic era had all these various warlords, and it was often a case of who's in charge of the Empire this week. Though not a particularly well-loved book, Darksaber has that part where Admiral Dala decides she's had enough of this, gets all these people together in a room, and kills them. He also co-wrote Young Jedi Knights, The Essential Chronology, and Tales of the Jedi, not to be confused with the much more recent and completely unrelated Disney Plus series of the same name. which, by the way, I and several other people I know did not appreciate the fact that they used not only the same name, but also an almost identical logo and font, but I won't get into that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I actually have a comic recommendation for you if you're interested. Star Wars Blood Ties by Tom Taylor. Often overlooked, and the artwork is gorgeous. It consists of two miniseries released by Dark Horse in 2010 and 2012, respectively. Marvel released an Omnibus in 2021 that collects both of them, along with some other stuff, including a story from 2001 called Outbid but Never Outgunned, which you'll definitely want to read first. I've included a link to the Comixology page in my email. Awesome. Right, I'm done now. I'm going to eat my scones. (laughs) Nice. Oh, and if you checked the second Hell on Earth Omnibus and didn't find the Shonchin flashback, that's because it isn't in the second Omnibus, it's in the first one, so sorry about that
0: <laughs> oh okay awesome thank that's you Rob. incredible thank also you. i just
1: learned that this man is 27 years old that's <laughs> what the fuck just just lore dropping casually like that's not a big deal just some new lore um, For Robert Newnham
0: Yeah, so uh, I'm checking this out Star Wars Legends Blood Ties
1: He sounds wizened is all I'm saying
0: Yeah, this looks amazing Yeah, I would love to do some Star Wars comics You want to do some Star Wars comics? Not particularly, but oh, I yeah. guess we will I think will. that would be fun Okay, yeah. all right. We're, we could talk about Star Wars I'm going to
1: make fun of it the whole time <laughs> Settle in
3: but uh, It'll be a blast
1: though
0: after The new series, the Vader uh, Down series is pretty good Oh yeah, that was really good, Man, I enjoyed no. that Thank you so much, Robert. It's always great to hear from you.
3: I, I think all of those Dark Horse, at least they were, are on the Marvel Unlimited app, all the Dark Horse Star Wars comics. Oh,
0: okay, cool. Yeah. Excellent.
1: How did we not mention Twin Peaks?
0: Oh, right. Yeah, Twin Peaks. Yeah.
3: Um, it's like your
1: favorite thing. Ever. Yeah, we you love Twin Peaks. have every book that's ever been written about Twin Peaks. Yeah, we're a huge shelf. Twin
0: Peaks fan. You know, Robert, um, we did a great Twin Peaks episode with Hayden Orr yeah. over on Last Book on the Shelf. Yeah. I'll link that in the show notes if you haven't checked that episode out. But we talked about twin peaks a bit on there specifically like season one of twin peaks but yeah huge twin peaks fans david lynch fans all that stuff
3: i think was was hilarious that one of them started watching the (laughs) revival series
1: (laughs) right how how many episodes how many episodes he got like so into it he got like halfway into it or something
2: that's hilarious, because I, <laughs> like, I, okay. I think I said this after listening to the episode, but The Return is incomprehensible, even if you've watched the yeah. original <laughs> series. Which is why we like you it, yeah. but still. Yeah. so have so no like, idea what the fuck they're talking any about. any context at all. No, zero. <laughs> amazing. I mean, maybe, yeah. I almost wonder if maybe that was, like, easier, because you're not going into it with expectations about <sighs> the characters, yeah. who are, mm. you know, not to get too deep into it, but like.
1: No, yeah. Right. Kyle
2: McCaughlin is not playing Agent Cooper, right? You know? Right, yeah. And 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 it took me a while to accept that to settle, to settle in. into it. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Um, when
1: you have Dave, when it's David Lynch, I kind of just feel like it's just going to be anything. So just like get get ready for that yeah, to happen. Yeah.
0: But I I feel bad for Robert talking about his horrible internet connection because I remember like <sighs> We um like that was one that we had to see every week, uh-huh. like the day that it came out, and then we were even like on our anniversary road trip and we were like trying to figure out how yeah. we could watch it, you know, how we <laughs> yeah. can still watch it <laughs> because it was going to be the, the ending, yeah. the season ending. And I was like, Oh, we're going to miss it. Cause we are going to be on our road trip. And then we found a little coffee shop that was, they were going to be playing it.
1: Yeah.
4: And nice. they were
0: serving coffee and cherry pie. On a big
1: giant like On, screen. They projected it. Yeah. And, and there was a full house yeah. and they served cherry pie and coffee. Right. And had these screen printed posters that are amazing. Yeah. We framed one of It them. was
0: really cool. Incredible. I've, yeah,
1: I've been
2: to the waterfall. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. I would
0: love to go to that at some point. Is it?
2: I'm trying to remember what is it so, um, Squammy or something ooh. like that? Or is that what it's called? Or. Snoqualmie falls yeah. yeah
1: but i often think i would like to do that to someone and see what happens and then i remember oh he did that though he watched it without any okay. context
2: <laughs> and i'm like wow they have a that's great so the resort the resort there at that waterfall they have like a gift shop that's all twin peaks themed Ooh, so i yeah. got a, a twin peaks mug nice. a, a like a fake um, key to the
1: the thing, the, the
2: Great Northern, yeah, the great, great Northern, Northern yeah. Inn. yeah, awesome. All right, now we can go on
0: to our next segment.
1: What do you see? What do you say?
0: Yes. What are you? What are you seeing?
1: What am I seeing? What yeah. am I saying? I'm asking you. Oh man, he's asking me. What are you I, seeing? I was seeing.
0: What are you saying? I was
1: saying. <laughs> we watched um, it.
0: We watched Underworld. Oh,
1: we watched Underworld. We watched Underworld. <laughs> oh, I love John, that movie. W- okay, so there's this place called Movies Galore, <laughs> and they sell movies for $1. They're like $2. You can get a Blu-ray for $1. $2. $2.
0: Yeah,
1: so I got all the Underworlds.
0: I got all the Underworlds for and like $8. Bucks.
1: And you know me. I love to talk through a movie. I just uh, to talk through the whole movie, but yeah. it's fun because John, you know, he's already I seen I think I've movie. only seen
0: the first two so oh, I'm excited wow. to watch all of them. So, yeah. the, the third one, the prequel, this is, is great. great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's werewolves and and vampires, and they're fighting each other.
0: You know, they have some good practical effects in there.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. It's not bad for the time The, 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 the CGI, CGI stuff yeah. is not it wasn't great, bad.
0: but it, it doesn't look terrible. No,
1: I wish we could go back to that.
0: Yeah, yeah. To
1: mostly being practical, and then some of it a little bit of CGI. And you can kind of tell, but it's not terrible.
0: I wish we could go back to... A vampire wearing leather, and he has silver oh, whips. Yeah, silver whips And he's whipping he's them, whipping them all around. <laughs> and they like silver. And there there's, there's like little music. they like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good. Oh my gosh, amazing! That was fucking incredible. Have you seen
2: that movie, Ross? Do you like? I've those never movies? seen an underworld movie. It's oh, so dope. Oh, oh like, I know what they are vaguely, but oh, it's so dope. Yeah man
1: it's so self-serious too i I think so it takes i think that was the first time
0: that i saw bill nighy yeah that actor and i was like i fucking love this guy i fucking love this guy he's so good in that movie everyone is
1: dead fucking serious (laughs) there are zero jokes in this fucking movie it is amazing there's a couple there's not we? about like oh we're vampires. it's yeah. just like we're vampires yeah. so cool we're the matrix right now but we're vampires oh also. yeah they try to they're the, the matrix, matrix but they're so vampires much. amazing it was stuff. really
0: fun we and then like it.
1: early 2000s fashion that they have going oh, on so incredible good. chef's kiss oh, beautiful oh. it is vampire the masquerade slash the matrix it's so so we'll, we're
0: we gonna be
3: watching those.
1: We're gonna be watching for the, those. So the yeah. next
3: couple of days. Sorry, Roster, spoiler, but I like how at the end, like, okay. he becomes that werewolf, werewolf vampire hybrid. Yeah. And he still gets his ass kicked, and then fucking Kate Beckinsale
1: yeah. is the one who chops <laughs>
4: at his head. Yeah, ass. man.
1: She's like, all right. Oh, uh, another thing I loved was a uh, blood text messages. That was fantastic.
0: Oh, okay. Blood how emails they, or whatever they send messages. They send the they send or... a
1: blood email or something. <laughs> That was great. I was I was living it up. Oh man! Oh I man! Love,
0: I love that. Uh, I finished Miss Truesdale. I don't know if you guys are reading that. No spoilers oh, okay, for, for for the Hellboy series, but this oh my! This man
1: texts me while I'm at work, and he says, "Hey, on the way home, can you pick up my box?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, of course, anytime." And he's like. If I don't read this comic today, I will be kicked out of Hellboy society. <laughs> I have to read this. Day. I was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." And as soon as I get home, he's he's like, "What?" Immediately reading this comic. He yes. had to read it. He had to do it Mystery because
0: issue four came out. Because yeah.
1: otherwise, he couldn't talk to any of you. Yeah. Until he read it.
0: <laughs> well, I knew that every. Well, it's funny because uh, he
1: couldn't get online when
0: i when I got up the next day. I got an email at four thirty a.m. from Mark Tweedo that said, "Did you read it yet?"
1: Yep.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yes yeah, so I was so glad that I could be like, yes, I have. And I, and I, and, but I immediately wanted to read his article um, because Mark writes uh, a review for every single issue and so that was the thing because everyone i yeah. knew everyone was going to be talking about mark's article on multiversity oh, yeah. i'll link it in the show notes if you haven't checked it For out sure. although you shouldn't read it if you haven't read issue four obviously you know what i mean it's they're taking apart everything that happens so i wanted I think to be comic
1: able... book nerds know how sequential yeah stories so work. i
0: wanted to like definitely be able to look at that that was one of the reasons yeah. why i wanted it so that way i could be part of that whole discussion and everything and man good Good stuff (laughs) bonus anecdote
1: when i walked into the comic book shop a guy immediately as soon as i walked over the threshold said the box number and just walked to the back (laughs) to get it he said the box number out loud and came back and i was like thanks
0: well you've picked up my comics <laughs> Fucking... for me so many times yeah. <laughs> they know now. yeah you work right next to the comic store right next to the comic store yeah so, so anyway it just makes it's sense on for it's me on to grab way it. home
1: he's trying to make sure you guys don't think that i'm running errands yeah, that yeah. are out of my way you know, even though i totally would it's
0: it's on the way home i have two music recommendations both at completely opposite sides of the musical spectrum Excellent. right i also all like right. going
1: to the comic book store all yeah. the nerds in there want to talk to you about comic books and it's fun anyway, yeah it is fun it's great
0: so one is uh gel it's oh, a yeah. hardcore band i don't know if you like hardcore punk i mean it's definitely like an acquired sound but is it they have a
1: is it, it sounds like more like metal
0: the songs are all like one or two minutes long it's a lot of genres you know in what there. i mean um, yeah is that
4: the one you
0: texted me? yeah there's yeah, a really th- good. they have an album called only constant it just came out and they're actually on tour right now i think they're from philadelphia Um, I really enjoyed that. So, uh, you know, I don't listen to a lot of hardcore music, but I I did like that.
1: Some tempo changes in
4: there.
0: Yeah. And then um, the other thing, Bethany Cosentino, formerly of Best Coast, this is a singer from that band. She has an album called Natural Disaster. It's totally like uh, pop folk kind of music. It's
1: the opposite end of the spectrum. Exactly.
0: So there you go. So two different things, you know, if you want to check those out awesome what about you aubrey
3: well uh kathy and i are still watching inuasha we're in season three now okay um and i don't know that show's just a lot of fun it's just like you know and by the time you're in the season three you're really into the lore of it is that the one with the dog yeah he's a half demon dog he's a dog
1: demon dog cool 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 i love demon dog
3: I don't know. There's just, like, one character there. She's, like, really cool. She's a demon slayer. She carries a giant boomerang, a la, like, Final Fantasy VII okay. sword side. <laughs> okay. And she, like, slay, slays demons with it, and then all of a sudden like, got a crack in it, and then they see, you know, she's fucking welding it back together. Right on, right on. I'm just on. all like, fucking go, Sangha.
1: <laughs> Spoilers for boomerangs. Oh, yeah.
3: It's a small <laughs> part. Yeah, I know. So we, we've been doing that. Other than that, really not much because, well, we're kind of really invested in that show right now. Right on, yeah. right uh, on. I did listen to The Fragile by Nine Inch Nails again. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and, been
0: a while since I've listened to that all the way through.
3: Yeah, I was just like, I don't I don't know why. You know, sometimes I just get the urge. But then also I listened to, um, do you know that they did the score? Reznor and Atticus Ross did the score for the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Yeah, they show. do the score do, for almost everything. But I haven't it's heard great. it, though. Is it
0: good? Yeah, it's good. Man, I'll yeah. just check that out.
1: I'm very pro with them doing that. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I was just like sitting there. I was playing it last night for my, my brothers in town, so I was playing it for him, and I was just like, can you imagine, like you know, this band that we liked back when we were kids is now making fucking music for cartoons. Well, he's a music we love when genius. Then we, yeah. we, right. we, we were. I don't know. It just is like it all came like full circle, right? <laughs>
0: It seems like most of the projects that him and Att- Atticus Ross take on seem like they're pretty cool, though. Like
1: he likes creating an emotional landscape. Yeah, I think yeah. that's fine.
0: What about you, Russ? Are you seeing also, or saying get anything? Get that paper. Yeah, Just do go it. ahead. It's fine. Win Oscars and stuff like that. Yeah, you can win mm-hmm. some Oscars. Not that if any of that shit to. matters. No, anyway, it doesn't. But, but you can but if you it's want. Cool. I don't you know. Can I do think that cool. if you want to. I think it's cool that Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross have done stuff like go that. Go for your life. Anyway. Fill your boots. But anyway, what about you, Russ? What are you? Are you seeing or saying anything this? Week.
2: yeah i watched barbie last okay. night oh man no, Same I seen right on. yeah it was pretty wild it's a pretty entertaining movie that's fun um i definitely walked away from that film reflecting on my own kin energy mm-hmm. my kinergy oh. your kinergy as it were Good, both positive and negative you know uh, okay. in the theater
1: that's i think that's probably was greta's intention yeah maybe, yeah.
2: Then. yeah one of those things that is a little bit more relatable than i would have cared to admit
1: <laughs> that's
2: beautiful yeah uh no but it was, but it's also genuinely funny i will say there's a couple times where characters monologue the message of the movie which was a sure. little on the nose sure, but sure. i realizes that most audiences are stupid and they probably yes. need someone to explain <laughs> yeah. what the movie's about to them One
1: hundred percent
2: i've been going through the the uh, paul verhoeven's filmography so, because oh, we're uh, about so you guys have been talking Recall. about yeah, Total Recall, and yes. I actually I haven't been rewatching ones I've seen before, but I've been watching the ones that I hadn't seen. So, Showgirls, Hollow Man, uh, older fantasy movie, Flesh and Blood that he did, which is just absolutely disgusting. Wow. I, ha- I don't think I've seen any of those. Hollow oh. Man was the special effects for like when it was made are amazing. Yeah, I, was, I actually I, um, I, I was blown I, away. Yeah, I I used
3: Return. To, I used to own that one on DVD. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was watching I, I haven't seen the movie, but I like I, I've talked about it before. I like Corridor Crew. Um, it's a YouTube channel where they talk about special effects. And they were yeah. talking about those special effects and how how amazing they look for that time. Like you, you can know, and, and how they did it.
1: I hate them now because of their use of AI. Just wanna put Ke- that out oh. there.
2: I was gonna say in Hollow Man, like when Kevin Bacon his skin is invisible and it's just oh, his muscles, oh, but Kevin you can Bacon. still tell it's yeah. Kevin oh. Bacon. Yeah. Oh. I mean, obviously there's there's some parts that work better yeah. than others but I was I was surprised Ooh. by that one Kevin bacon um, chill out yes.
1: stop having your skin be invisible
2: and what do you think of showgirls <laughs> <laughs> oh awful that was I couldn't even appreciate that What's on was like gonna an say ironic Come on. level yeah Aww. no Aww. no I I mean maybe maybe if I right. watched it with people are talking who through it we're into I'm it, here but for just you. like streaming it by myself sure. I was just like this is gross <laughs> 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 this felt gross when she's yeah. licking the oh, pole yeah. and stuff. I tell you what, that
1: they put that on TV. It was about 30 minutes long. And at the very end, when she's kicking the shit out of that person, spoilers for this movie that's like 30 years old, Yeah, they had painted, like, rotoscoped a top on her.
2: Yes. A, a bra. I heard it about that. It was like this rotoscope yeah. top.
1: And I remember being fascinated by that as a child and being like, there's no, like, why is there a cartoon now in the middle of Whoa. this? What's happening
2: here? <laughs> I mean- Characters are pretty cartoonish. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, I just remember, that's underwater. all I remember
1: about that movie, basically.
2: I re- I'll never forget the pole season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Music recommendations. Um, I might have mentioned this one before, but uh Greg Pucciato, the singer from Dillinger Escape Plan. Yeah, yeah. He did a, a solo album that I, I've been listening to a bunch. And then I've also been listening to a lot of Sleigh Bells. Do you know? Mm-hmm. yes okay
0: we love sleigh bells
2: you're playing drums i'm trying to i'm at the point now where i'm trying to figure out how i can connect with some other musicians and and start jamming i would think right now my ideal kind of band would be like get a really good bass player and someone Mm -hmm. who just wants to make weird sounds on the guitar like larry lalonde from primus and Mm -hmm. then and then like a a female vocalist who can do has a little bit of edge to the voice Ah. you know like, okay. Um. Because I've been really into. Uh, do you, you guys know who Poppy is?
1: I love Poppy. Yeah. Oh, do you? I okay. fucking good. Love Poppy.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Poppy's incredible.
2: Yeah. My my younger brother, who's like nine years younger than me, he was like Ross. I think you would like this person. <gasps> it's Mister Bungle, but for my generation. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's a great description. Like, description. like okay. Like I can kind of see. Like he was trying to speak to me on terms that would make me interested, Absolutely. and he succeeded absolutely nice.
4: that's
1: great what music have I been listening to you ask well I'll tell you women are my favorite guy
0: what's that um planet of the base or yeah whatever? it's just
1: okay. it's just on a loop in my brain I just can't get it out of my fucking head and I'm okay with it I mean it's great I love it the video was everything I've ever wanted so yeah that's been fun yeah it's
0: been fun they came out of the Jonas brothers or something like that i
1: would have lost my absolute shit i would have lost it oh my god i would have loved that
2: the first cd i ever owned was eiffel 65 wow i'm i'm blue wow Wow. that that type of yeah i know what you're talking about danielle Somebody gave me,
1: yeah, it's incredible. It was, it's just perfect. It's really good. Somebody gave me as a child. Somebody gave me. They were like, I heard you like listening to music, and they handed me a real McCoy cassette. An adult, I don't remember who, which adult this was. So I think I have like this weird secret fondness mm. for this absolute just yeah. fucking, <laughs> you know, like nineties, early two thousands, like i am singing just like this and
4: there's a girl and she sings like this it's just i don't know what there's something about yeah. that it
1: does something to my brain it's just it's just great yeah i don't know it
0: pushes a button in there it, i don't it makes know all the chemicals i do listen something. to good
1: music i don't know i just like it yeah. i don't know anyway hey. it's fine i think don't fight it it's also hilarious though <laughs> it's funny. but in the best yeah. way anyway That's
0: good. all right and now we're gonna go on to our book club episode for the week this week, we're talking about Miranda by Grim Wilkins. We sure are, John. This was published in November 2018. It's put out by Image Comics. We were texting each other, Ross, like we do, you know, sometimes. And you were telling me, hey, you know, would you be interested in doing some episodes on some indie comics and spotlighting certain indie creators? And I was like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And you recommended this book. You want to talk a little bit about your interest or what turned you on to this?
2: I think it was the second Emerald City Comic Con I went to. Image was doing this anthology series called Island that had a bunch of really weird, very non-mainstream comic creators involved. I, I I was like actively trying to break outside of the like mainstream Marvel stuff and and that you know DC that I'd been reading for. The years prior and I was really mm-hmm. trying to like went went to that convention saying I'm just gonna buy the weirdest stuff that I can <laughs> find and try to just like push my boundaries and and kind of I, I've always liked weird music and I was like trying to find that weird stuff that was going to be very like connecting with me on a level beyond just the comics that I had been reading up to that point right. and so in that island anthology which is a very mixed bag there's Stuff in there that was not at all to my taste, not interest at all. But then also there were a few series that were like some of the most mind-blowing, amazing comics I've, I've ever read. So one, so one of them was Marinda uh, was originally published in installments in this in island. Some other good ones, too. Simon Roy did one called Habitat. Um, there's one called Ancestor by Matt Sheehan and Malachi Ward. So there's a few other things in there that I really liked, but this one just absolutely blew my mind because it was so different than anything I had ever seen before. Island got canceled before he finished Mirinda in it, I think. So then when the trade came out, you know, I kind of actually got to read the whole, whole thing. And it's just always, it's just one that I keep coming back to because I don't know what else to say other than it's just, it's so different. And so right. it's so, so beautiful and so unique and kind of really stretches the, the kind of the boundaries of what sequential art and comics can be like the, the visual language, I would say. Right. So, um, I, and I, and I'm sure if you ask the creator, writer, artist, uh, Grim Wilkins, he'd probably tell you all the stuff that in his mind, he's like, Oh, I'm just ripping off this. And I'm just ripping off that. But it's the combination of things is so so different than anything I'd I'd ever seen up to that point.
0: Yeah, I really I really thought this was cool. You know, it, it was very different. I don't know if I've read any other comic that was like this. And I think that uh, Grim Wilkins, there's a there's another one coming out, right? Or something yeah. like that?
2: So there sure better be. I messaged him on the social media because he, he so he actually did a pinup for Stomped, one of the issues of Stomped. Yeah. My oh, nice! Oh, excellent. Mirinda Volume Two is launching on Kickstarter on the twenty-second, which I think the is the day that this podcast that comes this goes out. live. Okay, yep, today. So if you're listening to this when this episode drops, <laughs> go on to Kickstarter and go back. Mirinda Volume Two. And pick up the first volume if you haven't read that one. Yeah, I'm
1: absolutely gonna do that because I am extremely invested in this. Yes, he, yeah, it's very he also good. wanted I me can to literally
2: mention, be invested in it. Mention that the new book isn't going to be completely silent like this first one is. Um, oh. He says he says don't worry, it's not going to be super wordy, but he wants to see how artfully he can integrate text into it. That's I'm okay with it. Yeah, so I'm cool. I'm curious because it sounds like he actually he's going to like experiment. You know, not just throw word balloons on top of it. No, yeah, I mean, that
1: would be an experiment for him because this is going to be branching out from what he did previously with this book. So that's good.
0: Yeah, awesome. Let's get into it. Uh, Let's talk about the cover here.
1: I love it. It's great. I like the lichen and the shelf fungus up here. I think the colors are great. Yeah, there are great colors. The line art immediately, I'm like, this is going to be fucking great. So I'm immediately invested. There's so much going on here. And... It's beautiful and actiony
0: i want to point out the the reflection too um because yeah. that's kind of a, a good story point right um it's interesting to note that I, I didn't notice it until now the reflection in the bottom is a different version of the character and we'll get into
1: that
2: yeah okay. sure will i was going to say because john you started with the character marinda but is the character marinda that's what i was going to
0: say yeah okay. is the character marinda like we don't know it's yeah, you know, kind of like we
2: the just- obvious assumption. We, yes
0: exactly it's the obvious assumption uh I, I don't know who this character is i mean is it Mirinda? we we i mean we we no, can't really no, say John. that without without spoiling the ending you know but i guess for now well, the we book can...
1: club already read this yeah
2: the book club already read this.
1: and if you're listening to it and you didn't read it then that's your fault I was just,
2: i, I like was this. gonna say we just describe characters by what they're wearing
1: <laughs> yeah we can do that Okay. Cool. And John Born can off. edit this out if he decides to later, but look at this bird bringing
2: back up. Rope, rope person, I see star it. person. I don't know. It's kind of hard because they don't have names. So I wasn't yeah. sure how we keep track of the characters.
0: It, it is hard to keep track of the characters. You can say
2: protagonist <laughs> yeah. for our main Oh, there we go.
0: Protagonist. There you go. So our protagonist, she's like a jungle woman, right? First of all, she's a jungle woman, but not the way that you would think of no. like Sheena, the jungle yeah. woman, or you exactly. know what I mean? It, it takes that whole kind of, Idea of a comic yeah. book jungle woman and you know makes it something substantial, Not you know what horrible. I mean? Yeah, so I, I like this. Also
1: takes place in an alternate reality or an alternate right. planet or whatever it yeah. is because this is like you know, so I feel like as an artist, you want to do that in a story like this because you can just draw whatever and be yeah. super creative and have all kinds of weird stuff going on. And it's kind of adventure time and it's kind of look at all the creatures everywhere, all the creatures yeah. and plants and. I just I, I feel like I could stare at each individual page for like yeah. an hour.
2: Yeah, like you could read the whole book in an hour because there's no text, so you could just skim through it. But you could also stare at every page for yeah. just as long. Yeah,
0: I like how we're brought into it. It's kind of like black and white as yeah. we're bringing as we're bringing this into this world, into this character, you know, and then it kind of comes into the color. Um, well, it comes into the color really subtly. So we see this character, the protagonist, right in the loincloth, the jungle woman, and she's plucking this flower from this giant beast so she has to like kind of climb up the beast and get this blue flower um
1: i need to talk about the movement yeah in these pages just amazing i i, I
2: wish yeah, i, I had the language i don't describe know this. how like some of the textures like and the things, techniques and stuff. Yeah. It's, it, it feels like when you drop ink into water yeah but somehow captured on a on a page like as an artist so much stuff i look at and go how did he do that
0: right it's like her hair but it's also the fur from the creature and so she's pulling on the creature's hair but it's also her hair and it's like there's not really any panels i see like fingerprints
2: in there's there's almost no traditional panels used in the entire yeah They, they are a few but yeah most of the time, the image is just kind of free-flowing across the page. Right.
1: If you look really closely, this is a fingerprint here. Right. Like this, you know, the artist was using all kinds. Of, and like this, like, um, has dragged some sort of tool through this paint to create another strand of hair. So it's very like yeah, just a lot of
0: Different media. Raw, yeah. I love this page when she lands, you know what I mean? As she kind of like spins around and then the mm-hmm. color comes through. Um, as she lands the kind of dust that she kicks up is also the color yeah i don't know it's really amazing
1: there's a lot of what you in animation you would call it um it's almost like smear frames like you know when she's moving it's not exactly the way that you would draw someone anatomically but the sense of movement there you get so much more out of it than if it were anatomically correct you know what i mean yeah so the movement in these pages is just phenomenal it's really beautiful
0: Um, And then we're in the world, you know, once she lands with the flower, now we're fully in the world in the art style that most of the comic is going to be we watch the character she takes this flower to the some sort of medicine man
1: who's this guy he's i want to know what this big guy is. he's about. in like
0: tree houses like you can see this whole kind of weird society no this he, guy
1: here what's this big guy about i don't know yeah love who him. is that
0: big guy he's great he's growing special he's growing flowers special flowers, on, flowers on him there's a video game called shadow of the colossus where right. the whole each level is you have to climb a monster and fight it and that's how you fight it is by climbing it and doing stuff to it and that's what this kind of reminded me of too it,
2: it's definitely like i mean we're starting the story in the middle of a quest or really towards yeah. the end of a quest it's like it's implied that this character had gone on some journey to get this flower and now it's right. taking the flower to this weird witch doctory person who's living right. in a tree house
3: it's kind of like um the Ewok village from Return of the Jedi, <laughs> only just not as not as built
0: up. I like how she hid the flower like behind her hair or whatever, like to keep it like that's where she kept it, you know, while she's like swinging around. She's got or No whatever. pockets. Yeah, I guess you're right. No pockets. And so when she gives it to the medicine man, he does look at the little swirl. You yeah. know, When he sniffs it, there's like a that's really Super cool. Good. So he does his little magic with it. Some sort of ceremony does something to it, and it makes this creature. The creature has like this weird black and pink tongue, you know, that comes out. The protagonist, she's startled by the creature, but the guy is like, this is awesome or <laughs> something <laughs> like that, right? You he, tricked, you tricked her. He, tricked he tricked her. her he's yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> she's like, ah, oh, you, tri- you got me.
0: So she flips over the giant she stone does. She table, flips the table onto it. I really like that. And then she pulls that tongue out, that pink and black tongue. And when she does that... There's some sort of explosion or some sort of reaction because of that, and it wrecks the whole thing. I guess the medicine man did he get taken out too? Like on other pages. Oh yeah, we see him on the next page. Yeah, hanging out
2: of the hole in the tent.
0: But the weirdest thing that happens right is she has this glowing green hole, magical portal. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. on her thigh. It's a portal. Oh yeah, we were talking about portals. Yeah, so that is just so weird. Like when I saw that, I was like, what? I don't know. That's immediately intriguing. When she's looking through the, she's looks through all the like leftover stuff. She looks at this one bottle. Did you look at that? looks like there's like a little skull in there. There's like a little monster in that bottle. Did you see that? Right. Uh, Yeah. That's cool. I really like that. She finds some bandages. She bandages up her, the portal. And we see also the medicine man there. As she walks off, she observes two rodent type creatures and they're like chasing each other the way that squirrels do and stuff yeah. like that, right? Mm-hmm. But then they stop and they stare at her, and they have green eyes, yeah. kind of like the same color as that portal. And they're
1: looking at her, and she's like, "What are you? What are you looking at me for? What are you?"
2: Stop staring at my leg portal. Yeah,
0: right. And for some reason, she unwraps the hole, and then <laughs> this thing comes out of it. Yeah. Right. I like how the fingers like come out first yeah. and all that. it's It's
2: like a kind of like a desiccated yellow zombie thing but it's got its face is just you can't even call it a skull because it doesn't have any it just has these little perfectly round eye holes and then it has jawbone hanging around its neck on a necklace yeah
0: it kind of
3: Makes me think of the um the character from the Tool Silver
0: video. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It does look like that. And she falls. I feel like it's
1: slightly
2: friendlier than that though. I don't know why.
1: (laughs) I just get that impression. No, Um, I'm just
0: saying the the,
3: the
2: face.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm just joshing
2: you, Aubrey. It's creepy, but it's not it's not drawn super threatening looking. No,
1: no, and I never got that impression from it. it it's
0: kind uh, yeah, it of cute. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the art on the Castle Crashers. We're talking about like the sure, like, yeah. games. They kind of like my, I don't know. My
1: first impression was, are they going to be friends? Oh, okay. And go on a little <laughs> journey or something. I don't know. So.
0: Yeah, but it's very interesting as she like as it comes out, she kind of pulls it out and then she falls backwards into this blackness.
1: The lighting in all of this has been phenomenal oh
0: yeah right the lighting coming from the portal from the hole really cool really interesting so we're introduced to another character this man and he's got kind of this dog goat companion
1: fantastic
0: i love how we're introduced to them too like the whole layout of this page makes me think of like an old tome or something it. you know what i mean
3: it's almost like a completely different art style too. Yeah. yeah
1: right right. well not a different art style but a different um presentation of like the panels are more
2: yeah, uh, I think. I think it's, uh, yeah, Grimm said that those page layouts are specifically referencing a like a Mobius comic.
1: Yeah.
4: Oh, absolutely. Okay.
1: A lot of this does remind me of stuff that I would see in heavy metal.
2: Yeah. I don't, John, you might have been about to point this out, but we get the first example of mini where there's a word balloon, and inside the word balloon is a little picture. Yes. And they get increasingly elaborate throughout
0: the book <laughs> and, and when i was doing my notes i was like is this a word balloon there's mm. no word in it
2: well but it's, it's commu- a picture he's balloon.
1: communicating <laughs> something <laughs> yeah
0: but so there's a plant in the balloon and it has like little baby arms that's how i that's that's what i saw right it's like a plant and it's made of like little baby arms it's a baby arm plant. Ba- baby <laughs> hands or something like that so i guess he's like hey that thing is that that we need is over there so they go over there and they find the baby arm thing and they get it i like how the dog kind of secures him he grabs him he grabs him with so that like way he hoof. can like reach over i got very like um lion cat the will vibes sure, sure. from these characters
2: you, one thing to point out so this the the goat dog has the horns broken off Mm-hmm. I feel like that might be a significant detail with some of the stuff we see later on so I just wanted okay. to know. Oh,
0: Okay, yeah, good point. I don't know if it and is or Im- not but right. Well,
1: it's important to note that they are horns and not yeah. antlers Yeah. because antlers shed and then grow anew whereas horns if they're broken they're just broken. They right. almost look like right. a big horn sheep
2: if you had yeah. broken off the big horn sheep. Broken off the horns,
1: right. yeah. And he's got a big old scar the man has a big scar
2: yeah, on his face. Yeah, he
0: does. So we go back to the Jungle Woman. She awakes after her fall and she wraps her leg back up.
2: These pages kind of remind me of Nausicaa, where they go into the um, kind of the fungus forest. I don't know if you guys have ever read read that or watched the movie. No, I don't think
0: I've seen that. I've read that. Yeah, she explores her surroundings and she finds this man. He's got white hair and then he's got these other big scars across his face. He lives in a giant bug carcass thing or something like that. He asks her about her leg wound or he so, points to it. it. She tells him about the weird thing that came out and he's like, Hmm, I like that. I like that. That's his reaction. Or when she's describing, I guess whatever happened. And so he looks at it and he kind of
2: inspects it. Like what is happening here? And then he and like, like chops it. Yeah. It pops out and he cuts it, but it comes back later. So it must've just like, yeah. Disrupting it. Oh, life. Okay. I guess so he can so, look at the, yeah, he he knows, look at the, the hole. Yeah. He knows, he knows how to do that.
0: That's cool.
1: So he's seen this before.
0: And he's like, oh, I need to get this book. So sure they get in this little better. boat and sail down the river to this cool library that he has. She
1: looks chilly-willy, doesn't she, here? She's she's chilly Oh,
0: right. Yeah, as, I guess as they're going into this river, it's it's cold. In the library, there's a lot of cool books and weird statues yeah, and stuff. pretty yeah. good. Um, I was looking at some of the books. They actually, Some of them have names. Shiraz D. And then down here in the corner, I Which... think that there's an
2: is shiraz day that is that like the thousand one arabian nights i think oh okay or something
0: similar it says love story in the woods and prophet
4: and so prophet is a
2: reference to the image comics reboot of rob liefeld's prophet series which is super weird and a lot of the artists that contributed to the island anthology drew did like art jam on the prophet reboot oh okay
0: i've never checked that out is that good have you read that
2: i really like it yeah one of the guys involved has become a kind of a controversial uh, person okay. unfortunately but every like everyone else is incredible it's worth it's worth it uh so grim wilkins does some issues simon roy does some issues uh farrell doe uh, rimple it's really good it's very bizarre kind of like this nice it's nothing no, nothing like the original 90s profit comic Okay, cool.
1: This book is called Love Story in the
0: Woods. Yeah, I was looking for that too, if there was a reference to anything. I I couldn't really find anything just on a cursory glance. I don't know what
1: this one says.
0: Right, this one says something maybe in another language. Yeah. So the the guy with the white hair, you know, he brings her this blue cloak and he kind of tells her like, oh, this is something from some army thing or some sort of war, right? And
2: this, this this comes back later. Yeah. So it's probably confusing if people aren't actually looking at the pages, but like, (laughs) this is one of those things where the panel has a little arrow pointing to his face. So he's, he's telling this story. of these People in these kind of like wicker armor and some, some like colonial looking guy shot one in the corner. So that's why the cloak has a little rip in it. Hole
0: in it. Right. Yeah.
2: They're
1: kicking those colonials' asses. Though. Yeah,
0: they sure are. Yeah,
2: kicking their asses.
0: So he's reading from this book, and as he's reading, he's like telling her about this journey. It's almost like we see a map, and he's like, "Okay, here's where we are, and you need to go here because there's a cave, and inside the cave there's this purple guy, and he's going to pull that thing out. It's so cool. It's how... <laughs> really
1: cool how this is done. There's a there's a we're saying word bubble, but there's an image bubble inside an image bubble inside an image bubble. Yeah, inside of this panel and the way that the panel is laid out it's just so ah it's i've never seen anything like but it's conveying everything i mean you get it you You get get it it, you know what i mean as
0: like weird as it is you totally like just process all the
2: information
1: and she's like oh do you want this back and he's like no it's going to be cold you use that and she's like ah you coming with me and he's like i cannot do that
2: he's kind of like having a flashback to some right
0: so we get like another image bubble coming from him and when we cut over it's like this horrible splash page again it's like a totally different type of medium but we see this really bloody scene and those scars across his face right the scars are the same scars that this thing has so that's him and he's been looks like he's been run through he
2: also looks like he's doing something bad right so i have an interpretation on this because so then on the next page and then there's another word balloon with a with a symbol in it an asterisk yeah and then and then we have to kind of like wait another page before you see what he said but what he says is all too often we are only remembered for the worst things we've done. But then there's a panel where it's like she's remembering something. Right. And there's two characters that he is carrying away from this like violent war chaos fiery scene. My interpretation of that is that might have been her
0: or maybe other someone that looked like her or right, yeah. right. So
2: like she somehow knows that even though he was in this violent war battle type thing, you know, he he was helping people. She has some right. knowledge well, of looks, that.
1: It, yeah, it's the same guy. He's been run through twice yeah, yeah. and he's got mm-hmm. the scars on his head. But he looks like he's breaking open this place and he finds these people cowering in the fire and right. he takes them out of he the takes fire. Them out of there. And so as he's turning away, she comes back and puts her hand in his in a gesture. Of like rem- like I remember this and it's fine. Like she right. remember
2: she remembers something good that he had done. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. he was remembering the, violence the violent thing. The violent thing
1: that he exactly. So that's it's more complicated than that. She's right. like, hey, so this is a gesture that I guess they both have reference for, which I love. I think that's interesting. Uh, again, we get the the image pan- like bubble within the bubble within the thing, yeah. which I think is really cool.
0: And then when we turn the page and she walks away, then we get the quote. So, I mean, Ross, you told it to us there, but like if you, but the first time you go through it, you don't know what he says until you get here. But I love how that's what wraps up the issue. Yeah. Amazing. All all too often
1: we are only remembered for the worst things we have done. Interesting.
0: I love that. So
1: that's, that's a great first issue of anything I've ever read. That's amazing.
0: So we get into issue two. And I like this because now we open with one of those asterisk things. Like now we go, ah, right. someone's going to say this. And right.
2: Yeah, yeah, because there's a, a few pages before you actually get to someone with a word balloon with the yeah. symbol. So then right. you're like, oh, And then you go back to the start of the issue. Yeah, exactly. And you get the context.
1: I like these bubs are landing on her and hanging out with her.
0: Yeah, so we get this like image. Of someone being reflected in water. And we see it's the protagonist. The whole, the upside down page with, like, she's upside down. Her That just blew me away. I don't yeah, know. Like, great. this page, I was like, it's so surreal, but it's not. The leaves not.
1: are on the surface of the water.
0: Yes. I, I really loved that. I really enjoyed that.
2: What, what do you guys make of the fact that the character is basically nude minus the loincloth, and then it's constantly, like, it's almost... Um, like Austin Powers, or yeah, something, right? it's almost kind of silly how how she's always her breasts are always covered with like leaves or bugs. I or can't her hair. believe
1: you just, I can't believe you just said Austin Powers. I'm so <laughs> upset with you. I'm so, so upset with you right now. So this is my this is take the most on beautiful it. Beautiful book I've ever seen, and you brought up just the most ghastly.
2: But did you? Uh, is it like really what other horrible movie? What other like you know? Thing and culture uses that device so. Almost blatantly.
0: everything. Yeah, it, it made me think of it for that reason. But horrible. But like, it, it's interesting, <laughs> Ross, because um I, I forgot about it like right away. Like, I maybe maybe like I noticed. I didn't it, notice it at all. Fr- maybe I noticed it like the first two or three pages where it's still black and white and she's running around, and I'm like, oh, I guess they're going to do this, and then I just forgot about it. Like I was,
2: then I didn't even think about it. Anymore. I didn't notice it at all. So uh, this is me overthinking that because I'm like, why make that choice as an artist, right? Like you could have given her a bikini top. You could have just shown her bare breasts like who cares I almost feel like he wanted to depict the character as sort of a garden of Eden sort of innocence where she's running Mm. around basically naked but he also didn't want to overtly sexualize her right and so it's kind of like a, a cheeky sort of way of doing both I think it's, it technically also makes that.
1: the book inaccessible to a lot of people. Right. I think they, you know what I mean. I yeah, think you it's don't a have to put matured, cells, but yeah, on it, yeah. And so I think that that immediately makes it inaccessible. And this is not the type of book that should be inaccessible yeah, to anyone. I think yeah. he's got that in mind, and he doesn't want, you know, people up in arms. Our kids are reading this foulness, oh, and yeah. no, this is a beautiful book. Yeah. It's amazing, and I think that any kid would really benefit from you know, reading this and having their minds blown by by this story. And I think that's like, you don't make that inaccessible. Yeah. You're going to do this. And I think that that's the way that he does it is definitely not the same way that Austin Powers does it. <laughs> I think that it's, you know, I, I, I think it's unobtrusive. I think it's artfully done. No, I think that like it's. like big
2: melons in front of no, her. No, <laughs> it's, it's
1: very, as I said, like on some level, yes, obviously I know that that is what's going on. But did it distract me from the story? Not at all. Yeah. Never. Not once. Like, yes, I was aware that that's what the artist is doing, but it didn't take anything away from the story for me. Um, I don't think that the story was hindered in any way by that. Yeah. I think that it was the right choice. Um, and I think that also having her topless is also a way of being like, this is fine in this world. And you can be fine with it, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and I, I like think that. That that's I think it's, he strikes a really um, excellent balance the way that it's done.
2: And she has a very natural looking, you know, body type. He did a figure
1: drawing class and was like, this is this is it. Right. This is the one.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: doing the story. Or maybe is, I don't know, has a partner that is maybe the model. I have no idea. Hmm. I don't know what happened there, but something. He did a figure drawing and was he was like, ah. Yeah, I could do a whole story. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I love the storytelling too because she's so still that these birds the birds come, land on her. They yeah. sit on her, and then when she strikes, they fly, they away, fly away. Because it's, I I love that. Really cool. And then
1: she's not on the log anymore.
0: Yeah,
2: she's in the she water. Grabs a fish with her teeth. Which is yeah, awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and she's got the fish. So um this is great. And then so at the end of it. She's drying out her loincloth. She's got her blue blanket. She's got her food in front of the fire. That's an awesome little panel there. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And there's a little like fox-like creature he in, comes. or something. And it's watching her. And so she pushes over the head of this fish or whatever. So she
1: does. It. It's cute.
0: Yeah. And then she makes a little tent with the blue blanket and Do you goes see under that there. It's
1: gone. Like yeah. you can tell. That it's gone. Oh,
0: there. there's like a little like boop, like it zoink you know what i mean and then
2: so (laughs) but then it comes and sleeps next to her yeah Yeah. creatures all curled up
1: yeah so even though she has to you know hunt her fish to survive or she has to fish to survive or whatever she's still like you can tell all these instances where she is friendly with animals right where she can manage it i think that's great
0: yeah we cut back to the man with the dog goat we're back in this black and white
2: and this one in the corner of the page says is the first i think oh right where it says grim after topi so there's a few other times where he credits artists he's referencing um so if you don't sergio topi is a italian illustrator comics i i, I even hesitate to call his stuff comics because it's such it's like this it's such beautiful right. black and right. white detailed textural imagery sequential art Sequential art. I mean, if you like, yeah. a lot of times that sounds pretentious to me. But I would describe. I don't that, think yeah, so. I think it just describes art.
1: something that you are looking at. I think yeah. that people think that stuff is pretentious when really it's just a way to describe something.
2: I guess it I sounds know. pretentious when people are ashamed of calling things comics, mm. like people like comics are comics, and that's not. I'm not low ashamed art. of that. I just yeah. think
1: sometimes that doesn't describe it accurately. I feel and like I think some
2: that... people, yeah, want to use labels like right. graphic novel or or sequential art because they're trying to They don't to, want to say comics. They right. don't want to say comics. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah.
1: know. I th- I think that maybe if you look closer they they might just be trying to find a way to describe something that's that's there that's slightly different from what you might think of as normally being mm-hmm. that thing.
0: The art is amazing on this. I love this huge landscape, you know, the framing of this. First we see like the up close image of them and then we see them against this huge background. They're dragging this big thing. So I uh, they have this giant skull or something like that or bone and they go and they trade this in trade it into this guy and he gives them a necklace and then they put the necklace on the baby arm plant and the baby arm plant goes go that way right super cute that's weird (laughs) so weird it's so weird but it's so cool and it's like i follow it like i see it happening so i like how these scenes are so different too when it cuts to something you you clearly know that it's something different you know there are a lot of different characters and it does seem like it would be hard to keep track of them but
1: it's not hard to follow at all no Yeah. yeah
0: back with our protagonist i love this as she wakes up right yeah. i mean we get kind of a humorous like yeah you know her legs all sticking out and you know you put one leg out from yeah. the covers yeah. you know and stuff she's like just that just like us and then she wakes up and she's like uh you know she gives that like, kind of look outside well, it's
1: important to be able to grabs
0: re- my underwear <laughs> get out you know what i mean that's how it is in the morning
1: it's important to be <laughs> grab <able> your
0: underwear <laughs> get out the door
1: yep. to relate to your protagonist in some ways i think so that you know you can actually that's it's effective storytelling i think it's really good
0: yeah she explores her surroundings there's a lot of cool things to explore here i like how she looks at this fungus thing for a second she's like what's that weird thing
1: this guy is here he's he's going on an adventure with her look at him flying through the air
0: oh the little raccoon looking yeah. at the thing the that she's fox looking raccoon. at
1: all the birds are getting the bugs
0: so they find some people nearby and they have axes. I guess they're like woodcutters or something like that. Or Woods, lumbers, woodsman's. lumber people.
1: Would that be a lumberjacks?
2: There you go. She's um, like, hi. She she asked them yeah, about the, the cave that looks have like a mouth. big
1: cave that looks like that, a
2: big Yeah, mouth? the one that yeah. the guy
0: told her about. And they're like, what? He's like, I don't know. What's that weird thing on your leg? What's
2: to do with your leg? And then, so she <laughs> just
0: tells him. She's like, oh, there's a weird thing in there. Don't do that. And then there's this one guy who's like, Ah it was I've, foretold. It was yeah, there's a legend, right? We see something about this, right? So we yeah. see um in his little word bubble there's like what we would assume is like some co- sort of devil character. She's hellboy.
1: She's hellboy. And it
0: has the blue thing that the yeah. protagonist has and it also has these two horns.
2: Growing out of the eye sockets. Right. Yeah. And a bunch of monsters, yeah. And he
0: runs off. And, and and as he runs off, it's just more of those picture balloons. But, like, I hear what he's saying. She's a devil. Ah, We're all going to die.
4: Gonna That's what he's
0: saying, right? Because yeah. there's all the skulls. And, ah, it's storytelling really is great. Yeah. I, I can hear the words, even yeah.
2: though uh, there's nothing there. Also I like how the, 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 the picture... other guys, they're kind of like, what's his problem? What the hell is this?
1: What's, <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah. I like how the picture... Balloon at the top where she's talking about oh this well it's this just a thing that comes out oh, of yeah, this yeah, portal am yeah. I like it's like a little kind of when it's she's inserted talking, on top how of it how do it? I yeah. describe this like
0: it's like you could slide it over it and slide it, it away or right something. yeah, yeah it it overlaps yeah. yeah there you go it, overlaps
1: the, thank the, you she's, Russ she's telling it but it reveals what it's going on anyway it's so yeah. ah it's brilliant and but I she was just like, she's that's fucking showing
2: brilliant. them she's showing them her bandaged thigh. But then the word balloon is covering up what they're seeing and showing what she's describing to them. Right. Yes. Which yeah. is the demon thing popping out. It, it looks or really whatever cute. Whatever it is. It looks yeah. really cute when it pops out. It does. Right it's, it's like, hey guys. It
1: looks very not threatening at all. Yeah. I would be like, is there a way to ask this thing what it wants? Or So many people have scars on their heads.
0: They really do. A right? lot of
1: people have scars on their heads in this story.
0: Running around, there's the little pig creature.
4: Oh, I love <clears> him. Mushrooms. He's looking finds them finds the mushrooms, the, finds
0: the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. and then so the guy gives her some and she eats some and then she's like whoa i love this I love right it. something happens
1: so he's collecting these these things he has this creature who's helping him collect these things
0: so she uh she gets with the little creature and they go find some more she like uh, he sniffs it little raccoon fox sniffs it and then he's like whoa this is awesome and he's yeah. like now it can find them yeah. Uh, so they go and find some more. And then they hear somebody say, so we get one of those picture balloons. I'm talking
4: about
1: demons, ah.
0: Yeah, there you go. And then, so she turns around. That one guy that was all scared, now he's there with a bunch of other people. And he, they look very intimidating. He, he's whipped
2: them got all got him up, up into a frenzy. Yeah. And the guy points at her and yells again, we see the figure of the, the person with the horns for the she's eyes. She's going to eat people. Yeah, yeah. She's eating an arm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like how they all... Uh, as they all come at her she's just still trying to say like it's just this weird thing or whatever i don't know she's,
2: yeah, she, trying yeah, to... she's, she's so casual about like no no right. don't worry about it it's just some weird little mummy thing in my leg no big deal
0: <laughs> so we get an action beat here i really like this um all her moves are like she's got all these evasive moves yeah but like it actually like cuts through her hair and stuff like that really cool whenever she's taking one guy out like it's causing a chain reaction that gets all yeah. these other guys and stuff yeah. like that. This, this feels
2: good. I haven't read much Tintin, but this kind of feels like what I've seen of Tintin where people are constantly getting bonked on the head. And, yeah. <laughs> like, tripping. And yeah, but she takes them all out. There's like five guys or six guys, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six.
0: Well, it, they finally grab her by the legs and they start to take her down and gang up on her. And so this guy's ready to chop with the axe, and we see that it cuts through hair. We think that it's her, but then we reveal that somebody intervened. It's another woman. She's got a interesting scar on her arm.
2: Across a uh, rhino tattoo.
0: Oh, okay. I see it now. It was like a tattoo of a rhino, but then she's also got scarred there, I guess, afterwards.
1: Her hair got chopped twice.
0: It sure did.
1: Yeah, this, this other lady saved her.
0: And we see the word bubble there. Finally, I'm Katla. I know where you want to go. So she helps her take out the rest of these guys, and and they take all their stuff too. I love this, right? They take all their loot. I mean, and you all would their weapons. And I everything. would. Yeah, Might as really well. Don't try to
1: kill me with an axe. I'm taking all your stuff.
0: There's an interesting panel here with Katla because it shows an up close of her hair, and there's a little horn okay. coming out through her all hair. Right. The one that they keep imagining this evil thing is a horn thing two so i think that's interesting also and i right?
2: believe that the name of volume two that's on kickstarter is something about the golden horns right right mirinda and the golden horns so so they loot
1: these guys they've got all their stuff yeah and i like uh we're katla she's talking about we're gonna be a big fighting team we're, we're gonna, a duo we're, we're going
0: we're doing this we're
1: gonna go on adventures together to find this cave and we're gonna battle people it's gonna be great
0: so this next scene we're back in the black and white and there's some sort of bear creature well i was like okay these guys are hunting this bear creature but then is the bear creature hunting them or what? He's on a steed he's a on a steed, steed and yeah
2: it's i think it's the, the guy he's wearing like a bear mask yeah.
0: oh is that what it is oh, okay yeah yeah
1: Oh, I thought maybe he was uh, um, like a druid of some kind. Oh, okay. Maybe, okay, yeah. maybe I'm wrong.
0: Yeah, I really love this. And again, like we, like, what are we even looking at? As we pull back, you know, we pull back even further. We see this giant landscape where this battle is taking place. And there's like a falcon flying overhead. So then we start to focus on that. I love these picture balloons with the falcon, like showing us where it is. And then it kind of zooms in on it more. Ah, the storytelling is just really fun in this. And again we're sneaking back into the color on the very bottom panel we see the color starting to come into the page with like this watercolor effect um
1: i like how he gives him a little crab as a treat I yeah really, well like, i
0: like when he when he sticks out his arm you can see all the whole like his
1: oh,
4: yeah
0: his yeah. sleeve the is hawk all marks, tattered yeah. you know from all the like talon marks yeah
2: because the the hawk always lands on the same arm he's like all right here's what i saw i saw
1: man it's okay you're not gonna believe it. so this guy he tricked this girl into and he made a big monster and the lady she defeated the monster and then she had a uh she had some sort of a creature coming out of her <laughs> leg and so then uh and he's like telling this whole story it's right. amazing
0: and this one guy i called him the falconer right because he's the one with yeah, the he's falcon the falconer. and he turns over and he's got two other people so are with you him. hearing this yeah and there's a, a woman with a red leotard and like a bone leg or a stone leg or something. Like a, I'm not really like sure. A stone.
2: Yeah. yeah. To me, it looks like it's supposed to look like a cat foot or something.
0: Right. Okay. That's what it is. And then there's a man with like a purple robe. We move on to issue three, really cool cover. I love this. Like uh, the colors on this are really nice. So we open up with the man and the dog goat guy. They enter this town. Oh,
1: he does. It's a costume. That's for- Oh, Wow. I totally missed that.
0: Oh, right. Okay. There it is. Cool,
1: cool. I guess I just thought, oh, he's got this really swirly clothes on now, but it's it's the bear costume. It's a big furry
0: bear costume. Awesome. And as he enters this town, we see like kind of like wanted posters for the protagonist. Uh Uh-oh. And it has the little blue thing too that she wears that blue cloak.
1: And and pies are cooling on windowsills. You were just talking about that. I was just talking about that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I love some pies. Um, so he does some shopping i like this yeah new saddle saddle i like when he shows it to the creature and it's like i don't
1: know let's let's (laughs) see which one
0: he covers a a drunk guy in the middle of the street that's nice that's nice and he buys some new stuff um i like when he finds these gloves he's like whoa these are awesome and as he's checking out or whatever as well he hears people talking about this demon lady and all this stuff or whatever so we're gonna show we're gonna see that I guess these are like priests or something I, or I don't know I love what this they're...
2: page. I I absolutely love this page.
0: It looks like they're speaking some sort of like end times shit. You know so what it, I mean? Or yeah, it's something another, bad is going to happen. Yeah.
2: Another example of the thing. Yeah. We we're trying to describe earlier where yeah. you see the buildings, but then the balloon coming out, you know, the balloon indicating that they're talking is is covering up the cityscape and and they're prophesying some sort of like end times apocalyptic monsters overrunning the city type of situation
1: i don't know if you ever had uh overhead projectors in school probably most kids don't remember this now but (laughs) they they had something called transparencies right and it would be like a sheet of acetate and they would put you could have an image that was projected up and then you could put something over that yeah. and draw on it with markers oh yeah yeah on top of that image it's like that
2: they kind of continue along where they people are
1: mostly ignoring them like, like all right yeah
2: the the guy who is freaking out in the woods earlier must have heard these guys at some point oh you know, right right, right. Like, he's like, like oh, that's what they of, talked about sure yeah. sure
1: i like the i like their aesthetic is so weird it's great
0: Yeah, but again, we see the blue cloak, and we see those gold horns. And the guy with the dog creature, they kind of watch this, and they're like, hmm, what's all that about? Yeah,
1: he's eating some jerky or something, and the creature's just like, what's this? So look at this expression.
0: Yeah, so they have some more adventures. I love this scene. This is kind of cute, right? They get some fruit, they fight some animals, and they make their way to some sort of standing stone kind of monument or something like that colors are fantastic yeah there's so much
1: imagination involved in all of this all of these scenes with this guy it's just so fucking cool
0: so over with the standing stone circle he places the necklace down and the baby arm plant and all from the baby arm plant or whatever and when he does that in the standing stone circle um, all these spirits appear to him and they tell him I
1: love the partial or faces ghosts, of yeah. the spirits like they're so that's so well illustrated yeah. it's so
0: well and the color I think is incredible yeah. On oh yeah this. for I mean, sure it's absolutely it's just fantastic yeah and I love this whole page I mean it's just really amazing one spirit on one side is saying this thing about the protagonist and the other one on the other side is saying something else but they're both kind of showing it, it goes along with what we've been seeing with all this end time stuff right one of them is in the end times and she's wearing it like the way they keep describing in their word balloons picture balloons and the other one is the character as we've seen her both of them point to this weird skeleton well thing.
1: i will say that in in the one on the left it's it's covered and it's a very pleasant scene of her just going about her business oh and, and then it's uncovered nice. is the, but uncovered right. if it's released then it's like all this uh, bad stuff is going on right
0: so we learn through these spirits are communicating through these word bubbles. They're like, ah, she's going to be this evil thing. So you got to get her with this giant spear. You know, you're going to be the one to do it.
1: You'll be a big hero.
0: And as they all dissipate, the spear is left there. We get one of those, another word balloon with like a symbol in there. When we turn the page, we see that the symbol says, you'll pay your debts this time. And then, What happens on this bottom panel with so- the...
2: So this is kind of weird because of the layout, but when the spirits disappear, all the light disappears. So then he has to flick on a match,
1: and then this his companion oh. is eating all his jerky. It's kind <laughs> of funny. Oh
0: yeah,
2: it's kind of a funny that little funny, gag
1: because
0: he's left there in the dark. That is he's funny. Like,
1: Whoop! Well, you got me. It's good stuff.
0: <laughs> he's catching it.
1: He's catching it.
0: Ah, this next double page. Yeah. With our protagonist so, and Katla.
2: Do you know what this? This is a um, the cover of a Super Nintendo RPG game. I think it's called. The Secret of Mana.
0: Oh, wow. Incredible. I'll have to put those side by side. I'm so glad you're on here to point out some of these references. I would have totally missed that. Um, But I guess the important thing to get is that they've arrived at this weird tree. Yeah. So we go back to that falconer guy. So we saw him with his two companions. And then he tries to split from them. Right? He tries to take off or something. He runs away from them. He jumps off the cliff. And then he, he uses his little whistle to call out to the falcon. And it grabs him with his little yeah, fingers on his fingers and it could just carry
1: him he's like that. He's super strong. Yeah. That's
3: well, awesome. How do we know they were his friends? Because they're throwing like bolos at him.
0: Right. So I don't know. You know
3: what I, I mean? Feel, I,
2: I I think that they're bounty hunters and I think that the the, the other bounty. two are working together, but he's trying to get her on his own.
0: Oh, he tries to leave to get like a head start on them or. Yeah. yeah. Okay
2: some magic happens
0: right so the guy in the purple robe he has some magical abilities because he replaces himself with the falcon or something right yeah and then he's just left there hanging in midair like wile coyote or something like that and then he falls to the ground again it's conveyed so well you can just follow it yeah what's happening
1: uh you tried to you tried to trick us but it's fine yeah we're okay with
0: and so i like how they just pick him this one woman with the red leotard she's super strong she's got all these powers right so she just picks him up like a sack of potatoes and takes him down to the dock
1: you you scamp you wily scamp yeah Mm -hmm. maybe she's not super powered maybe that's just normal for this world maybe she just you can pick people up maybe
0: that's what it is right (laughs) i don't know we get more of their protagonists and katla adventuring together as they travel through the woods they hunt a beast and they have some dinner and they sleep under the half moon it's literally like a half moon. What is that? That is kind of
1: weird, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe it was fragmented by an event.
0: But again, like the way that the panels flow into each other through this whole scene is really amazing.
1: So Kotla and this fox creature companion are sleep cozy and she's uh, awake. Our protagonist is awake worrying. So she opens the bandages to look inside the portal hole on her leg and she's like, oh,
0: yeah, I shouldn't have done
1: that. I don't Man. like it
0: yeah oh, i like that moment because like you Jeez. do stuff like that yeah, right like, you ever do ooh, stuff you have- like that I look
2: at this shouldn't I look you, at you it you have like <laughs> a bandaid that you take off and you're like oh that looks worse that looks worse
0: yes yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. exactly i i know that feeling yeah. so well it's like ah
1: or like when you know you shouldn't read this email but oh, you're like i gotta read this email and you're just like i shouldn't have read this
0: uh, email No, i can do this <laughs> thing I like in the morning, the little creature went to go sleep with her, yeah. too. So Obviously it was sleeping she with Kala. Needed,
1: she needed him a little bit more. Yeah. A little stress. Oh, a little, yeah. he could sense her stress. That's sweet.
0: So they pack up and they get the rest of their food. The food that they, from that creature that they hunted. So they ha- they've they got some extra to take with She's them. She's
1: like, we got to go kick some people's teeth out. Let's go. Yeah. Literally, that's what she said.
0: I like where they look at some bugs. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I really, I really like that
0: green bug. Yeah, that looks like something you would draw, Ross.
2: That's totally me. Like whenever I'm on vacation or something, you're looking <laughs> yeah. at like, you know, a canyon or a mountaintop, and I'm like, oh, cool bug.
1: Same. No, we're very, very much into looking at bugs. I got so lucky. Our first trip out to uh Big Ben, we saw this tarantula just Ooh. scurrying on the ground, huge, bigger than my hand. G- Beautiful, gorgeous, and I mean, I, we just felt so lucky. We just stopped and, like, watched it and, like, kind of followed it a little bit and, like, looked at it up close. Just minding its own business, but gorgeous. And so, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, looking at creatures is one of the best parts about being in the wilderness, for sure. Where,
2: where you guys are at in Texas, do you have, like, tarantulas and scorpions? Not where we oh, live, no, but we love no. to okay.
1: go to places where they are, which yeah. is great.
2: I, I, my favorite insect is praying mantis, and I always wanted oh. to see one just, like, out in the wild. And... So I grew up in near Seattle, and then I lived in Montana, and then I moved to Oregon, and it's so weird. There's a boardwalk near my apartment. Um, There's a park with kind of like a a wetlands that, you know, in the wintertime, it fills up with water, and then in the summertime, it dries out, and there's, you know, bullfrogs and things that'll be there. And so around November, there'll be mantises everywhere on the boardwalk, and they'll be like... There must be like breeding or something that time of year, and they won't. I won't see them any other time of year. <laughs> I don't see them anywhere else in Oregon. It's just this one boardwalk by my apartments for a certain time of year. There's just the mantises all come and then they go, and I don't know where they go. I don't know what they're <laughs> doing, but uh, like every once in a while, I've seen them kind of around the neighborhood, but very rarely. It's just it's just this one park that's super cute. Yeah. They're fun. We see them every once in a while in the yard.
0: Yeah, little yeah. little baby ones. Yeah. yeah, little tiny ones. I love mantises. Yeah, they're great. I love uh as they're walking through like people just put posters on this giant tree or whatever. Like I mean, it's yeah. just this world is really fun. Um these giant shelf, I don't know, it's like a fungus leaf yeah. thing that's coming mm-hmm. out. It's super cool. Really big. Just love all that. So they find this old dude I guess he might be just like a vagrant or something and they give him some meat. They're she, like, hey, here you go. sharing
2: the food. And
1: he's and, like, aren't you that
0: yeah. girl
1: from that wanted poster?
2: Right, and exactly. Like, how Katla's arms are like, <laughs> shut up. Like, reaching yeah. <laughs> from behind the, up. the picture yeah, yeah, That's funny. Yeah,
1: you got a lot of bounty hunters after her.
0: Right. And so some people are tracking them and when they see them in the water, they're like, yeah, we're yeah. going to get her or whatever. And then on the next page, it's like, see ya they're all tied up and everything
1: a lot of jobbers
0: yeah happening (laughs) this panel where they've got the fire inside the giant tree and they're just hanging out eating like i love all this they're just having adventures having fun
1: well and the stories are in the leaves of the tree which is fun
0: oh yeah that's really nice so they go on they come across these weird statues um, I love all this. The it's like fungus type stuff. They love it too. She's really
1: admiring them. Yeah. She's really a big fan.
0: But the statue tells her something. It's like it a, tells her like about a
2: f- fox that's made of flowers, and there's bees
1: pollinating
0: something like flowers. that, right?
1: I like the statue language. I think that that's very clearly
0: a different type of very yeah. yes,
1: very clearly a different style on purpose, and yeah. I love that that that's what the statue would sound like
2: right and then on the next page Katla is like what were you doing like, what well, I don't know about this
4: sh- she hear didn't this hear this anything
0: yeah yeah so well, that only happened with the protagonist well the it was protagonist
1: like... is like this is wonderful and Katla's like I don't know if it is I don't think it might not be actually yeah. which I think is is cool it's a good dynamic yeah and you they want f- that person
0: yeah you know to be like
1: mm, yeah no I mean, you need both this might not be great we, we could think about it
0: and they find that cave.
1: You do need both, though, because what if there's something awesome and the other person's only worried about it and missing out on the yeah, awesome
0: part? So true. you do
1: need both. But they find the cave.
0: Yeah, they find it.
1: They find the cave. That's great. That's um, very satisfying. It is. Because I kind of thought that was going to be like, OK, it's going to be like 10 issues of this.
0: Sure, sure. But no,
1: here it is. Here it's it great. is.
0: They found it. This issue four cover is so great. I love the Falcon, his like He's word bubble. you. He's talking. I love how that's conveyed. grim wilkins must be a bird lover because he lovingly draws it and and the way that birds talk you know he's really getting the sense of what that would be like i don't
1: know
4: yeah it's it's really nice i've
1: been waiting uh, this entire time i was reading this i was so upset and nervous to the point where i had to go back and read it a second time once i would you know experienced the relief of realizing that this bird didn't get disemboweled (laughs) or something right like for a joke Sure. Just as a joke, just gets killed or something, and so I was really relieved that that did not happen. So, um, I got to go back and read it a second time and just purely enjoy it for the story that it is, and nothing like waiting like on edge the whole time.
0: A beautiful opening page with the boat here. What is this reference, Ross? Do you know?
2: Yeah, I don't know that one. It
0: says Grim after, and then it has like a symbol. But I don't know whose signature or... It's
1: definitely a specific signature, but I don't know the artist.
0: I don't know. Let us know. Yeah, that's interesting. So we're back with our bounty hunters, I guess they are. And some
2: boat guys. Uh,
0: So this is a really interesting scene. So they're on the boat and they're like, whoa, there's this giant whale creature that's going to come down. And that one character that's in the red leotard... She just goes for it. I like how you see, like, lightning coming from her hand or something like that, right? As she goes off to kind of approach it. I like
1: this one guy seems very not worried.
0: <laughs> no, he's not.
1: Have you noticed that her leotard changes and moves? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh, the right. Pattern, it it's design. almost like a like Rorschach. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. I was thinking, or like a lava lamp or something. Like a lava lifting. lamp? Yeah, That's That great. would be cool. And she just jumps off. She punches the giant whale. She does. And she jumps off. And when she returns, she's got like a big old eyeball from it. Is that what that is? Oh, man. Is that its eyeball? Yeah, it's
1: that's an, that's an eyeball.
0: And she's like, yeah, look, I got this. But then from behind her, a giant wave comes and it just totally destroys everything here they specifically show us like this character is super powerful. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. she's very strong and can do a lot For of things. Sure.
1: So your theory earlier where she just picked up that guy, you're right. She's yeah, just super yeah, duper yeah. strong. She's stronger than everyone else on this whole entire trip is. Are the I'm trying to figure out like visually what her clothes are doing. Are they mimicking the waves? And, oh like,
0: yeah. Look at that. It's like it, because she feels it coming. Yeah. She's like, Oh no. Right before the wave hits and her clothes are doing like what the wave is doing.
1: And it's kind of like, following what her the temperament of her body at some point points, and then wow. sometimes it's mirroring the waves yeah and so it's like i don't really know that's interesting it's kinda interesting it's kind of really fun.
0: cool thanks for pointing that out that's amazing so uh everybody's destroyed in the in the thing except for them they they survive yeah we see the falconer he tries to call the falcon but they're like oh no you don't they take the little whistle from him
1: Is it when she's calm, her clothes are calm, but when she's doing action, her clothes are being action? I don't know. Anyway.
0: Over with the protagonist and Katla, they explore the cave. Under the
1: cave.
0: And there's a bunch of cool paintings and weird statues and stuff. The lighting is amazing, too.
2: I like
1: all the people come together to make this big fox.
2: There's got to be a lot of stuff in this cave scene with the graffiti and the statues and things that have to be Easter eggs that I'm not picking up on oh but okay I, but I do right. think that that one is the character from nausicaa the lead character oh okay um the statue that's got like the green broken arm
0: i see and then, cool. and
2: then i think the one in the middle i think that's the mobius character arzak oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Right. awesome that does look like something i've seen from mobius
1: well it says it says it here doesn't
0: it? Oh, it does kind of say Mobius, Mobius down there. Is that what oh, that says? Yeah, okay, yeah it sure yeah. does. Yeah. And there's another one that says something else. Foral. I think oh, that might this be.
2: This
0: one right here says something. As it well. says something. I can't yeah. read it. Oh, right. There's another one, too. The
1: statue has some writing there yeah. behind it.
0: Wow. Yeah, a lot of Easter eggs in here. But as a protagonist is looking around, she finds this woman that's in the caves. And she's got like a cool setup in there with all the candles and stuff. She's doing art. Yeah, and she's like, hey, come in here. When the protagonist goes in there and sits down, she starts telling her this story, and she's like pointing to the cave painting, so I feel like she's like, oh, and this one means this, or this well, is there's... a story of this, or she, something. She points it... out
1: her cloak. She's like, I know yeah. where this cloak is from.
0: Oh, right, that too. She So that's, that's yeah. where you see the little soldier there, too.
1: Someone shot this cloak. That's how it got a hole in it.
0: Right, right. I wonder if that's why she's like friendly to her, too, or if that means something. Like, oh, this the, is a cool the, thing. This
2: character in the cave knows the the man from the earlier you know yes first issue they, oh, they have some okay. sort of connection because they both tell her the same story about where the cloak came from
1: well and that's how he knows where the cave is he's like yeah. i know where the cave right, is right. and you take this cloak with you and you can go there and then she'll know that you know me and then that's how she'll help you
0: so i i couldn't really follow what she's telling her i was wondering if she's just telling her different stories she's like oh and here's a story about this and here's a story about we got this giant red fish but then the the mama was was like a godzilla and it came and got everybody and mm-hmm. then here's another story about these two animals and uh, you know what i mean like I, I i don't really know if they all go together or maybe they do but it's beautiful i mean the the art is incredible it's very it's very thought-provoking um this one where these two animals are fighting and we see the green tendrils and the purple tendrils and then they start to mix To it's wow, I I must have stared at that for, I don't know, minutes just trying to, it made me feel something, you know what I mean? Like it made me want to look at it and made me want to process it and understand what it meant and all I could arrive at that was like, I
1: don't know. Process this to a point of understanding. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: It just kind of feels like, um, some of the imagery reminds me of Studio Ghibli films like um, uh, Mononoke, Spirited Away. There's a lot of that type of thing like howl's moving castle
0: right yeah but she's like and then he went to this one place and then when he got there these people had plant arms and plants in their skin they're like, like what yeah, is they're that like
2: Peeling, they're peeling someone open and if you look like behind them, there's a person who's like completely peeled open with the plant right. hanging out it's super weird wow <laughs> what is that you, like and then on the graffiti, the graffiti on the cave wall there's like a little panda eating a taco yeah what? <laughs> and a jackalope <laughs> Right. Yeah. It's super just like so, it's interesting. so random. Yeah. I think she's just telling her just like these little like folk tales, like little Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think each one is like tales. a different
0: thing or a different um fable, maybe. Mm-hmm. And as she's doing it, she's painting this tattoo on her cool. cool. On and her that, back and on her shoulder.
1: This one says after Sam Weber.
0: Yeah, and this this first one said after Tayo Matsumoto. Yeah, he's a manga artist. Is,
1: is it manga or manga? I don't know. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Oh yeah. Sam Weber. I missed that one.
2: And I found, I just did a search. I found the, the Sam Weber illustration that this is referencing. Oh, cool. It's different, but it's got a shadowy kind of blotchy figure carrying a woman. Nice. As
0: she continues to tell her story, she tells her this one story and we kind of, then we cut over to the story. Like we get to see it. As it's happening, it leads us to like another scene. A woman enters this guarded temple seems to be very important. And she gets down on her, on her knees and presents some sort of sacred flower or leaf. And it's made into a tea. I love that panel as it's made into the tea. Yeah. Like it's a very like magical flowing ceremony, you know, the way that it's all conveyed there. And the tea is served as somebody who's important. Like, you know, everyone's around them. But then she spits it out. And they slap the girl that brought those leaves. And she
2: exclaims, Miranda. And it almost feels like the person who drank the tea, her reaction of spitting it out was, I don't know. It, it seems like those two characters have some sort of relationship and they're, neither of them is happy about how it right.
0: Yeah, yeah. And they have one of those gold like jawbones, kind of like that we saw in that thing that comes out of her leg. Yeah, you know they. Point have, that out. There's they two. There's of two of them. Right, hanging
1: around her, they put it around her. They neck. They put it
0: around her. Right.
1: It's a punishment.
0: Right, and and the way that it's the way that she says "Miranda," like the way the word bubble is kind of cut off. You know, like the word, the the script is bigger than what the word bubble can contain. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's kind of that weird overlay thing we were talking about. Um, there's something going on there too we cut back over to the woman in the cave telling all the stories and she says time and time again the best way to solve a problem is to ask for the story behind it and kotla comes in and she's like hey aren't you that one on the poster or something like that she says like whatever that homeless guy said right
1: well wait in the in the drawing in that panel when she says time and time again the best way to solve a problem is to ask the story behind it there's some stuff going on here yeah there's a, a woman who's upset, and she's in this gold contraption here. And then there's a big, strong guy pulling off a skeleton's jawbone. Sure. Which seems relevant.
0: Right. Oh, yeah, that's like that gold jawbone or whatever.
1: Anyway, it's just interesting.
0: Kotla comes in, yeah.
1: She's like, hey, aren't you that girl from those posters?
0: Kind of, yeah. I think she tells her the same thing that that guy says. It's
1: kind of funny.
2: And then, But when she goes in, the woman and all the cave art and stuff disappears. Yeah.
0: And she's all like
3: so really so it's just another another
2: time where the the main character has experienced something oh, that Katla's yeah. not not
0: aware of. Right, right. But she does uncover a painting in the cave and it's them yeah. going to where they need to be. Yeah. She's like check this out.
2: Oh, there's man. a big there's a big building with like a big uh cow or something.
0: Right, okay, like yeah, statue. that's going to yeah. be important. So weird. I love all this. I love it. <laughs> with the guy and the dog goat so they're washing themselves in the stream I love this whole like landscape it's like these are all rivers I guess right no those are
1: uh, like rice paddies
0: oh is that what that is yeah
1: that's how you grow rice
0: nice yeah rice is nice
1: yeah it's just a grain
4: it's just a grain
0: so they're uh, washing themselves and the the goat is having some snacks in this hilly terrain he and he hears and he, what he, hear? he hears in a stampede ears. of animals some sort of way, deer-like creature the way
2: it's depicted is a close-up of the ear and then yeah. the hooves psst, yeah. poking Inside, out of the ear yeah. yeah i love it
0: so they make a run for they gotta it get out of yeah. there. and as they're running the dog goat sees this little hut and so he grabs the guy grabs- and throws him in there, <laughs> you know, to kind of get him out of the way and into safety.
1: I love how it's so believable in this world that has been set up. It's very cartoony yeah, if you think it about it, it but it's do. it's not it's just so the way everything flows so beautifully. Yeah, it's yeah. it it's just works. Yeah,
0: it really does. <laughs> it just works.
1: You're just like, "Okay, yeah, this dream like, it's just very it's like reading a dream." This whole thing is like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. And then when you're done reading it and you close the book and you look up, you're like, I have no idea what the fuck I just read. You're like, that doesn't make sense at all. But while you're reading it, you're like, this makes perfect sense. It's all dream logic. It's all dream logic.
2: Let me read to you the description of this comic on Image Comics website. It's (laughs) it's not very long. When a jungle-dwelling woman gets a mysterious demon trapped in her leg, she sets off on an extraordinary adventure to get it out. That's, that's, all yeah. wow. <laughs> that's all it says wow <laughs> just dream logic yeah i love
0: that well and so now it says it's a demon okay so that thing in her leg is a demon
2: i mean that's what whoever that's what image, comics for image says, says, comics. right yeah. the
0: copywriter for image comics says so inside the little hut you know again we're reminded of the spear you know we get some sort of like it's reminding us, like, ah, I gotta use this spear to get this woman, or that's what that's what our mission is.
1: I like that you can feel the earth rumbling if you look at the oh, roof. Oh, right, right. It's the made top out of the... the hillside, so it's like the dirt is kind of because all the animals are in...
0: running over
2: it. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can actually see some of their hooves sticking out as they leap. Yeah, over you the can. Little, little oh, wall. you're
1: right. What are they? Under? Nice. Like a little, that sense of movement. Is yeah,
2: like, uh, shed like a thing or like a little. Closet. Yeah. It's like a storage shed. Oh closet. yeah, it's like
0: a little storage shed. All the tools are in there, right? Whoever has to um care for that land. The gardening and yeah. such. But they have a they have a nap there, and I guess like he wakes up in the middle of the night with this glowing green eyes, and he's like, Oh, I had a dream I'm where a I saw the protagonist and she was in this town with a cow statue and she was buying some fruit, and then he falls down. Yeah. <laughs> it collapses.
1: Basically,
0: but literally- then like Something yeah, also like, happens to the goat dog. Like yeah.
2: it draws it, this picture of like the goat had the same dream and drew it on the floor. Cute. Oh, that's what it
0: is, right? He drew it with yeah. his hooves. So then when they wake up in the morning, they find a map that show that tells them where they need to go.
1: Yeah. So
0: weird. Why did that's that great. happen? I don't know. Why did they have a dream like that? Like something's know. leading, you know, both the protagonist and this guy are being led there by some sort of Yeah vision or something is trying to get them there right otherworldly forces than what we see here uh when they go out they find one of those deer creatures has died so now they got some free meat so they he takes a big leg of it with him and they continue on back with the protagonist and katla so what happens here she points out to her the the tattoo
1: she's like hey watch out that paint might get on your cloak your nice cloak and she's like oh right i gotta
2: wash this off right but it doesn't come off
0: it doesn't come off she's not she, able to, to get it off
2: and Kat, katla points to her tattoo so she might be explaining like no that's the t- tattoo that's oh
0: permanent. that's what's like, happening not, there yeah. okay i think it's not gonna come so. off yeah <laughs> what is this bottom panel where she points up and there's a little picture balloon there like i was wondering what is that i'm not really sure but that's how that issue ends
1: i like the creature's oh the creatures are coming
0: out yeah. right so again like their their energy is like that they're cool yeah you know what i mean they're like, if animals cool with you if animals are going to come over and drink water where you're like hanging out and talking you know what i mean they're going to be they cool don't see you as a threat yeah. issue five again we get that imagery of that jawbone thing mm-hmm. we open up on that woman she was pre- she's the one that presented the tea flower that got spit out yeah. so i guess like this is her punishment right They've brought her to some sort of desolate area. They take off her handcuffs, and they put her in front of this stone. And if you look inside there, there's like a bird statue or something there, yeah. right?
2: Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She just sits there as her punishment, I guess. Or Well,
2: like there's these people, there's a pond around the rock, and then these people are like bathing, and they're bathing her. But then at some point, she's dead, and they cover up her face and like put like some ointments or something on her. Kind of like preparing like a mummy or something. It was right, nice. or like embalming or something.
0: Well, I don't think it was a I thought it was a ritual. A, I thought it was like a sky burial type yeah. of thing because yeah. then the birds come and then they they're like pecking at her or something, right? and yeah. it says Miranda and, again. And
2: the jaw, like her jaw, falls off. Her, her jaw, jaw falls, falls off. Mm-hmm. That's the
1: first thing to go, I guess. And right. they know that, so that's added to the. There have been there were two before her. Oh, okay. So that's the, her jaws added to these
4: necklaces now. To so the
0: necklaces now, right? And so that bird thing, like that's symbolizing like these. It's some sort of bird sky burial thing. I don't know. That's what I thought. I love how it says Miranda. Like there's three birds, and each one is saying a syllable.
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: Just a really cool page, even though it's like pretty but gross what's happening.
1: <laughs> if we can go backwards just a little bit to these panels, these are some of the most beautiful pages I've ever seen. Yeah, in any book the colors and the composition and it's just amazing i could stare at these pages forever well so, when you get the, the, meaning the line of, art it's just amazing
4: when
0: you get the meaning of what's happening too like she's so stoic yeah. in this like knowing that this is her death you know this is like she's imposed she's allowing this to happen she's not cuffed no there's people bathing nearby but some sort of sense of servitude or loyalty or allegiance duty is duty or know, whatever yeah, yeah.
1: And the, the rope that encircles the thing. I don't know. Just the way a lot of this is yeah. framed and the delicate line art against the colors. And some of these colors are just so yeah. – I can't get over it. It's a fantastic and, scene. and like you said, obviously the story that's being told yeah. is – it. it really is a gut punch. It gets yeah. you. It's really captivating and I just – yeah, I don't think I've ever seen anything this strong in a book. Yeah. This might be one of the most incredible stories I think I've ever read. Yeah, I love this. And I still have no idea what's going on, Yeah, <laughs> which I love, which I love. That,
2: yeah. I'm so glad to hear I love that, that about this. That's that's exactly why I wanted, like, I don't know anyone else who's ever read this. So I just I'm wanted... very
1: into that idea of, I have no idea what's going on, but I love this. It's just a dream. It's just a big dream.
0: So as we get back to the man with the goat creature, they're on these like surrounding woods. So the surrounding woods have these giant statues. We kind of see they have helmets and spears. And uh, there's, they're broken too. There's like, they're in various states of.
2: uh, We see, we see that top panel with the mountains and the statues later on in this issue too. Right, so
0: that 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 kind of lets us know that whoever's in these forests, like they're near that city, because when he looks over, it's it's right there. He's like, hey, there it is, and the goat thing is like chomping these leaves. They're both eating.
2: Yeah, they're both eating some. The, like, cow statue in the city in the earlier panels when people were describing it had horns. And in this one, it has a tree growing off the top of its head.
0: Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. So they approach the city. I love all these panels kind of, like, leading up to it. And then when they, once he gets in there, you know, like, from the outside, you can't really see anything. But when you go in, it's so colorful and there's so much yeah. going on.
1: Also, the main way to fish in this reality seems to be with your teeth.
0: Oh, right. Okay, you're right. Here comes a guy out of the water with a giant fish in his mouth. Oh, but on the other side, there's a fisherman, too.
1: Oh, okay. Well, never mind then, pole. I guess. Never mind. I didn't even Maybe, notice was, him because of this hey, guy.
0: That that game, fish with your teeth, that's a young man's game. That's a young man's okay, game. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's a... I, after I turn 35, yeah. I just use a fishing pole. Yeah.
1: For sure. <laughs> hey, teach a man how to fish with his mouth. Then later he'll fish with a pole. One man's fish is another man's
2: fishing pole.
0: There you go. That's how that saying goes.
2: To each their own fish. All right. So I wanted to point out as they enter the crowded like marketplace in the city, you start getting these abstract balloons that just have like little colors and sometimes little pictures in them. Oh yeah, little
1: painting strokes.
2: Yeah, it kind of gives gives you the idea of like the sound of a crowd. Like everyone's having a yeah. conversation. You're not actually hearing what anyone is actually yes. saying, but you're just aware that there's yeah. all these little conversations. I also yeah. felt so like the,
1: it might be different languages, like this may yeah, be like yeah. a, a place where a lot of people come together from different cultures.
0: This one guy's saying, Are those the pastries with the blue stuff inside? <laughs> it, <laughs> right. He did, he said that. That's what he's saying. Um,
1: i want that oh this there's my this favorite. rabbit
0: there's
2: a my rabbit favorite. guy yeah this rabbit yeah. guy he
0: comes and he slaps him on the shoulder and he's like hey i got some of these things i want that turkey leg that you got and then they laugh about something or whatever i don't know they're laughing about somebody crying i don't know it's so funny
2: i feel like it's it's like maybe this is someone he's met before he's he's goat guy has hung out with oh, this maybe. rabbit guy maybe before. yeah uh, they seem very familiar
1: some people are just uh, look like uh, you and me, and some people are par- partly animals, and right. no one seems to mind or care.
0: And everybody loves the goat dog. They're like, oh, my oh, God, like, look, at, wow. look at one of these things. We're all going to pet it. We're and he's like, it. oh, man, I'm getting so much attention. I yeah. love this. <laughs> I loves it. This next scene is probably one of my favorite scenes, and it's so weird. So we get the three bounty hunters, and they're just fighting all these like crocodile lizard things. And it's so abstract oh, and weird as they're like throwing them all off. And we have our falconer two there. He's like whistling with his little tool. This
1: particular page reminds me uh, in a good way. This is, you know, of Mignola. The way that a page would right. be set up. Yeah. I guess just the composition oh, okay. of it. okay. The with the way three way panels looks- at the
0: bottom. and Well, uh, and
1: just like this. Yeah. Thing, I don't know. There's something about this strikes me as very Mignola. <laughs> these creatures crawling all around. Yeah.
0: And- You know, the falconer, he whistles and the falcon comes and they're talking to each other and he's like, hey, the protagonist and Kotla, I saw them over in the city with the horns or whatever, and the other bounty hunters hear it and they're like, ah, let's get over there. So they just stop whatever they're doing, (laughs) whatever this is with these lizard things. They just stop doing that.
1: They grab this guy in a shirt.
0: He gets his purple robe and he gets the falconer in there, then he goes in there and then the one in the red leotard she balls it up and then she throws it super Jeez. far
1: <laughs> and the falcon <laughs> catches it
0: yeah but like uh, like as she's throwing it like one of these lizard things is like biting her and she's just like yeah whatever
1: whatever you know
0: it doesn't bother and then the falcon gets it and takes it off i like that so that's like the that's how they get over there quickly you know but this character still has to like walk all the way yeah which i think is funny
1: they just immediately leave the situation with all these crocodile yeah. guys, and the <laughs> crocodile guys are like, "Wait, we were doing something." I
4: know.
0: I was like, "What is happening here?" Like, I wonder what this is that they're actually doing. Anyway, this just made me just laugh. Just always really
1: have something this. interesting going on yeah, the page. Really, yeah.
0: Is really. this guy's main
1: rule? Exactly, I think. Yeah. Just have something
2: since going since on. you mentioned like Mignola, I would say that this comic was drawn in the same spirit of Hellboy and Hell, where every page kind of what do i want to draw today you know yeah. i feel right. like yeah. a lot I of love the story that. is woven around just things that they were going to have a blast drawing yeah
1: awesome i'm all for that
0: and we see katla and the protagonist in the city so they're buying stuff they're shopping they're looking around and she's like we need to find that purple guy remember he's the one that's going to take this thing out of my leg so katla f- spots his place and she's like i think that's it over there so um, we cut back. We see the guy with the rabbit thing. So now the rabbit has the deer leg. So that's why I was like, I was thinking that he's like, oh, I'll give you these and you give me that deer yeah, leg. Yeah, we're friends. He, he, we're they trading. It, right?
1: That guy's talking about the big sculpture with the tree out, out of his head. And he's like, oh, I know I'll, I know what that is. I want to hear about that. Oh, yeah. I'm going towards that <laughs> conversation.
0: Back with their protagonist and Katla so they find whatever i guess where this place is and so they knock and a little like thing opens up on the door you see the little eyes in there yeah and then so so she (laughs) explains oh you know this happened and then i got this portal on my leg and then this guy told me to look for this cave and i went and she tells the whole story and it's like word picture balloons and picture balloons and picture balloons like
1: no i don't want it he closes it he
0: closes the thing and they're like what So the protagonist spots that falcon with the bald up. Oh man, robe.
1: this is trouble. She says,
0: and she and it drops, and then out come the bounty hunters. They drop out of there too,
2: and then the bounty hunter who has the like the rope the the, that they the go into. Magic. Yeah, he he seems like. He's just more curious. He doesn't seem like he's trying to capture her. He comes up and is like, hey, I heard about the, like, witch doctor guy and the monster. And yeah. uh, you got this thing in your leg. And he's she's like, like quiet. quiet. Be quiet. I'm on it.
0: People are like, yeah, exactly.
2: He's like, no, I know.
0: He's like, look, I'll take that thing out and I'll give you a lot of money for it.
1: I like that he's going about it in this way. I like that he's coming yeah. at it from this angle, yeah. right? Like, that's what you do. You'd be like, look, we can settle all this right yeah. now. We, we don't does have, have to, to be do thing, all We yeah. don't have to be this. Just give
0: me some money for it. <laughs> Oh, so um, I, I, I just noticed it right now. So we the man is there, the guy yeah, with the him. fursuit. He's in that bottom panel and he sees her.
1: Yeah, he spots all of them doing this.
0: So he climbs up this thing. He's got the spear there. This middle panel where it like focuses on the spear and it's like-
2: It
1: comes to life. Like, yeah. yeah, like
2: unravels and turns into this big like vine or like goopy thing. It's a big google thing.
0: And it comes down and it slashes through the wall of the city
1: wow don't do that
0: yeah we cut back to the outside of the city so we see those statues again so now we know we're close by and then we see that one character again i think it's funny that she had to walk the whole way right <laughs> after she threw them she had to like then the it's not until the next day that she makes it there
2: her shirt her shirt turns into the cow with the tree head
0: oh uh, yeah on, very cool that,
2: yeah on the back of her right
0: shoulder. so it's like what she's seen or her environment i guess yeah. She's eating some of those leaves too, just like yeah. the dog goat was. So back when the back in the city because that dude sliced through the city wall, now the whole city wall is coming down on everybody. Oh no. And so it's just creating this wreckage. Um we see the goat dog like save a little boy.
2: Yeah, it's interesting cuz it, it kind of plays out like he was trying to get her, but he didn't really he didn't in- intentionally knocked the city wall down like the spear just kind of came to life and he didn't anticipate that that was going to happen yeah yeah yeah. but it's like it's like the whole thing is crumbling
1: this one bounty hunter's facial expression he's never worried about anything Uh, he really isn't right
2: he's always calm and then he gets squashed under this huge statue (laughs) later they show that he's fine but at first
1: yeah so much for that guy i guess he wouldn't be worried right we haven't talked about this big geode, but that was there earlier. Oh, that
0: was there earlier, and it's and it's, it's but it wasn't opened all the way. But now, I guess, it broke open.
2: But I really, is I like, really like how everyone you know, is, like the goat and the main character and the and Katla, they all start helping. Like everyone starts helping each other. Yeah. Even though, so. even though we have this idea that all these characters are converging to kind of you know fight or something or some right. conflict is going to happen. Once the wall starts crumbling, everyone's like, oh, I got to rescue people.
0: Right. So the guy, he gets up, he gets the spear and now they're going to have their showdown, right?
1: It's being so wobbledy.
0: Yeah. The way that all of the different frames, the circular frames and everything, it's, I don't know. It does something different to the storytelling as all this is happening.
1: And she doesn't want to be fighting him. She's upset. Like she's she's emotional about it. Yeah. She's like, what the fuck, man?
0: I like how she just takes this giant slab and just smacks him with it. Oh, so good. Yeah, the motion, the, the way that that's conveyed is very satisfying.
2: The bottom of that page and this top of this page, everything is all, like the idea, that everyone's trapped in, or like there's the dust cloud and everyone's right. yelling and the, no one really knows very what's chaotic. going on. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's really amazing the way it's conveyed. And here we really see that Katla's got those two little gold horns uh, yeah. coming out yeah. of her hair. Right, so it makes me think, Is she the one that people think the protagonist is? Like, everyone's like, oh, there's a devil and she's gonna come and this and that. And she's wearing, but is it her? Is it Katla? She's got the gold horns? Anyway, I don't know. It's just something that, just a thought that I had. I don't know.
1: Weird cults and religions that are talking about end times are rarely doing it for the good of the people around them. And it's more like about they wanna trick people right into following that cult.
0: But a lot of times So I wonder if
1: any of that is unique need anything.
0: But a lot of times in these stories what they're saying is evil is really not evil yes. it's just something that's misunderstood. Exactly. You know, and so I'm thinking like they're is using this that, but they're using is that she their the advantage. one? Is she the right. one? They, everyone thinks it's the protagonist but maybe it's really her. Right. Anyway, This is where we reveal that that dude in the purple robe is totally fine. That's
4: a very
1: anime thing. And he's like, and
0: and it's almost like, it's about time you got that giant rock off. of me. Yeah. It's just straight
1: chilling. (laughs) It's a very anime reveal. I love that.
0: But they get worried about the protagonist and they're like, Oh no, she's under this giant stone wall that came down and everybody gets together to lift it. And when they lift it, uh, what they find, well, they see two things. One, they see the man. It looks like he's been crushed. I don't think that he survived. I was to say
1: but... on her wardrobe. Everyone's talking. Oh yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. It's
1: kind of interesting. What do you mean? When she, everyone's lifting, everyone's oh, like, "Okay, let's lift this. We got to do it together."
0: All the word balloons are in her outfit. That's amazing. Yeah, very cool so, detail. So yeah. So
1: anyway, so they lift it up, and he's been he's, he's been, been
0: crushed. Yeah. But the protagonist has been saved by that demon. It held up yeah, the, it did. the stone and protected so her. This
1: is where they learn that it has no evil intentions. It's right. like, no, no, no,
2: no, no.
0: And, well, I'm and, helping. And, and the thing that they've been trying to get rid of is yeah. actually the thing that saved her. Yes. You know?
2: And this is, this is the most um, out of her that it's been because it's actually- oh, right. Right. yeah yeah, yeah It hasn't
1: yeah. had a chance to do anything until now.
0: Yeah. And we see that it has those two golden jawbone things around its neck. Mm-hmm. Right just like we saw earlier. As Katla goes and rescues the protagonist, pulls her away. So
1: I like that the chains are holding the arms to the- Yeah, I noticed that
0: too. Interesting. Yeah. Just an amazing design yeah, really on really cool. And it says Miranda as it is pulled away.
5: It's like That's screaming a really cool panel. it as it collapses
0: yeah. and kind of crumbles away. And we're left with everyone looking on, and talking about
1: her horns now.
0: Oh, is that They've what that is? Oh, they're horns. they're like oh the golden horns. That's her. Yeah, they are. And talking... they
1: are talking about the demon with the horns for eyes now. Right, right. And then someone else mentions like, isn't that the girl from the flyers? And someone else was like, did you see that like yeah. ghost demon? <laughs> <Yeah>. or something? <laughs> so they're all kind of talking about what just happened. But then she she the, wakes up
0: and she says, "Who is Miranda?" So I guess that's why maybe we thought to call her the protagonist because.
1: Who is Miranda? Was
0: Miranda the thing in her leg?
1: No, because she sa- she wouldn't say her own name when oh, she's okay. being dragged away. Right, okay. She's saying someone else's name.
0: Right, so I don't know. What does that mean? What does that ending mean Why
1: to you? Why would that person have gone to that shaman and presented them with a flower? And it didn't work for whatever reason. We don't know what went wrong with that. Obviously, it wasn't the outcome she wanted because she- then she was drug away to this um right this fate that she had to go sit next to this thing until she died but like why was she there in the first place
0: but that's the same thing that happened to her too because in the beginning she got a flower and took it to a medicine man and got put on this journey
1: that was a different thing though
0: that's what i'm saying like yeah but i think it's interesting that they- their
1: journeys are connected both that's true. They,
0: they both started off with i'm yeah. um, presenting a flower yes. to somebody to do a thing with Right, right right you know and something know. about
1: that power or that magic connected that soul to her particular ritual right that she was happening there and so then that an accident happened it wasn't supposed to go onto her leg
0: right but just like what was wh- supposed
1: to happen though like what was he intending to eat her soul into and have her soul as a power i don't know i don't know
0: yeah trap really her weird. was he trying
1: to trap her somewhere
0: but then it also made me think about the journey of the guy, because all these spirits told him yeah. that he needed to take this spear and do this thing. But ultimately, he got crushed. He was crushed. Of, of no fault of his own. Right. You know what I mean? We have that one scene where he covers a guy in the street. like. Yeah. You know, he didn't seem like he was a. He
1: didn't seem like a bad guy at all. He seemed yeah. like a, like a good dude. He but, was just misled. But he was sent... he was trying to make up for something. He was like, oh, all your debts will be paid. Oh, so your he debts did something will be paid. bad, right. yeah, and he wanted to make it right or something. I don't know. Or his he did he has a debt with some spirits or something, right, right. And they're like, oh, your debts of the spirits will be paid. I,
0: I, I, but I just... they're
1: using him for their own means. Maybe right. maybe he was just being used.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. How can we trust those
1: spirits? Maybe those spirits are not trustworthy. Yeah,
0: I I guess we'll have to see with the sequel. I'll definitely be backing that Kickstarter. Oh, yeah. um, For sure. And checking that out. But yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. I I thought it was interesting how their past led them to this end. Like, you know, they both thought that they were going to this city for different reasons than what ended up happening, you know, ultimately. Or maybe not. Are are we going to, in the next one, is that guy going to, is he crushed or?
1: I don't know we're all dealing with forces we can't comprehend we don't really we don't it. really
0: see i, I mean we don't see blood you know or i don't know or maybe the fact that his skin is like gray does that mean that he's dead i don't know i mean like i is feel he... bad
1: for his goat friend what's gonna happen
4: to that <laughs> what, guy what's gonna
0: happen to his goat friend you know i don't know wow but this is unlike any comic that i've ever read amazing uh ever this really kind of took me out of my typical comic reading zone i really had to like I don't know. It was it was just a really cool experience. And I was really glad that Ross brought that to us so we could all check that yeah, out. Yeah, thank you, Ross. Yeah, really great recommendation on this. This is not something that I think I would have discovered on my own. So um, That's why it's
1: a book club, that's John. That's why it's a book club. That's why it's yeah. a book club and friendship. And
0: I hope that some of you uh, out there have picked up this book and maybe read it for the first time and uh, try something new, you know, check this out and um i'd love to hear your thoughts on it what what do you think uh what thoughts do you have coming away from this ending you know I, i'd love to get other people's interpretation
3: well when i first went through it i was just like
0: what
1: just taking it in <laughs> just taking it all in sure i did that too uh, i was like what am i looking at
3: but going through it with you guys it actually made it a little more you know enjoy more enjoyable That's why it's a book more, club. Um,
4: Yeah,
3: fun and the art the artwork is amazing it's really beautiful to look at and all that and it's just like I- if you are going to experiences just take the time to look and don't just kind of sort of v- 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 yeah you know?
2: absolutely yeah i really i have to could. compare this like the closest thing i can compare reading this comic to was the when i was in high school and all i was listening to was like new metal and rap rock and stuff oh, and I, decided,
4: no. I decided
2: i wanted to like get into jazz so i bought yes. like a miles davis album nice and and Which i did you? not I think Me and Aubrey are both I got, like which album. I yeah. think it was Jack Johnson. It was either Jack Johnson or Bitches Brew. I don't remember which one I listened to first.
3: Oh man, Bitches Brew is so good. Yeah.
2: But I I knew that what I was listening to was great and amazing, but it was so different than anything I had intentionally ever listened to before. And just, when I first heard it,
1: Dave Brubeck that album timeout, yeah. I was like, This is the thing. What is like, this?
2: The whole idea that instead of constructing a story, song in in a like very carefully writing and layering and doing all this stuff in pro tools like the idea that people would just get in a room and just jam Fucking and then jam, that was right. the album like that yeah. was that was such a new concept to me um, That's magic that's real and, magic man yeah.
1: all getting together to make a thing
2: at and the so, same time man So that I feel like I had that same kind of experience reading this where as I was reading it in installments in the island anthology I was like I don't know what this is but I love it like I I don't have the the language to describe this (laughs) type of storytelling but but I can tell there's there's a lot going on and and just like listening to new types of music the the every time I revisit it I'm picking up new details and new nuances and, and new little storytelling flares and things and so like to me it is a very it's as close to the experience of listening to instrumental music in, like, in a visual in the comics medium. That's cool. That's, yeah. a, oh, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, that is
1: a good way to describe huge it. Huge compliment as well. You
0: know, um, what it made me think of, and especially but well deserved, especially some of the faces. Um, it made me think of Aeon Flux, okay. uh, Peter Chung, during okay. that cartoon, oh, and that. and and that was one too where I was like, "What is this? Like, what does this mean? I don't know. I don't understand it. Um, I don't understand what any of this is telling me." But I like it, and I think it's cool, and I want to see more of it. And like, and after a while, I would just be like, "Oh, Aeon Flux. You know, this is going to be cool. I don't really know what any of this means, but I want to watch it just because it's awesome. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. and it and it looks neat, and you know, and it's." It's just mysterious, and and I, I guess if you go back and you watch all those shorts together, it does. There is some sort of meaning, but some of it is just weird and out there. You know, the um,
2: the characters in here too, the ones who are scarred. You know, we've seen so many characters who have a scar in comics, and it's just a little pink line on their face or something. But these right. people have like chunk sh- chunks out chunks out of you. their faces. Yeah. Like, yeah, chins are just yeah. like I love you it. You know, yeah, very ragged. Every single character, it's kind of the. Um, I remember the director of Rango, the animated film, mm. um, talking about how what he always loved about spaghetti westerns and that what he wanted to do with the characters and the background of that movie was like every character looks like it could be the star of its own movie. No- mm. Nobody is a background. Sure.
4: Character.
2: Yeah. Everyone has a history and, and, you know, motives and things and we might not ever get to find them out. Yeah. But Everyone also a it's cool like accessory. The Star Wars cantina kind of thing, right? Yeah, Where he just, he just yeah. just is like an overwhelming amount of like, oh, what's that? Yeah. What's that? You know,
0: there's um, I'm flipping through it right now. There's something I forgot to point out. This character with the red leotard, like Rorschach and everything. Did you notice this? Like in her skin, there's like some sort of blue thing. Do you see that?
2: Yeah, I was I was wondering uh, if that was like there's a something under or an, or an there's something, or something like
0: something. on her skin or something that's underneath that's like glowing blue or something weird like that anyway i just noticed that right now
1: i feel like there's so many different influences that it he truly absolutely does create his own style but he's so focused on making sure that we know that he is paying homage to all his favorite artists which is oh, so like that. Yeah. incredible like it's it's just he's like oh well i love this artist and i love this artist and i love this artist and and it all of this crams together to make this style that i'm doing and so he wants to like give credit where credit is due for people who influenced him within the story that he's telling this dream world that yeah, he's telling yeah. which i thought was so fascinating it's like but it never broke the fourth wall for me somehow yeah,
4: yeah it
1: never broke my suspension of disbelief i was just like okay because it all plays like a dream and you're like within a dream you might all of a sudden be like this was inspired by mobius and you're like oh it was cool i like that anyway on with the journey, on with the Mobius yeah. journey, you know. So I very was very, and cool. I yeah, love that because you it's you guys just... are talking
2: about like Twin Peaks earlier, and there's there's elements of this that even though like tonally it might be very different than David Lynch, but the idea of like there's a there's a little mummy in my leg, oh sure, feels yeah. like a very kind of something <laughs> that could happen in a David Lynch movie. Yeah, sure, it, sure, that's very that that just dream logic that you just have to accept and go with. Yeah, and right. we're all going to mm-hmm. come at
1: this from our own point of reference, obviously. So, you know, maybe some of the stuff we mention, if if the artist were to hear us say this, he'd be like, "Well, I don't know about that," yeah. but okay. <laughs> but it's everyone's going to come at this from their own. You can only come at this from where you're at. So right. I like that he included. He's like, by the way, here's some other things some that things like, yeah. that yeah, might have influenced me yeah. so i just think that's so interesting because well, like, i you, can see the mobius in this yeah. and then the fact that he referenced mobius i was like oh he yeah. was <laughs> okay cool like yeah. that's cool but or, obviously like not to say that this is anyone's particular this is a big mesh mishmash of a lot of stuff. so it's it's his own unique style and his own unique storytelling but it is really interesting to see all of those elements in there
0: yeah and i i like that you might you might discover something else that you like by exactly. right? looking at the oh who's this artist that he's you know. Talking about, yeah. Yeah.
1: Are you ready for the Kickstarter?
0: Yeah, I'm going to check out that Kickstarter today and back Grim Wilkins and his awesome work because I want to see more of this. Thank when you did, so much, Ross. When does the
1: Kickstarter go live?
0: Today, right now. Today? It's doing it. It's doing it right now, I think. So go and back some money and support some independent artists. Thank you so much, Ross, for pointing this out to us. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really cool. And we'll have to have you on uh, to talk about the the next one that comes out.
2: Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun.
0: And I can't wait to hear what our listeners think of this book. And now Aubrey's going to say all the things.
4: Say some things, Aubrey.
0: All right, everybody. That was Miranda. I want to hear what you
3: thought about it. Send who us is the, Miranda? Who is, <laughs> why, is <Reminda>? <laughs> <laughs> why is Miranda?
4: Miranda? Um,
3: I'll
4: tell you one better.
3: Good, you can send us a hey, you damn guys at bookclubmembercomics at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at bookclubmembercomics and on Twitter at bookclubmembers. And as always, you can find all of our resources on our Podbean website, our Facebook About sections and our link trees on Instagram and Twitter. As always, a special thank you to Paul from Gatahorn for the listener feedback theme.
0: Thank you, Paul.
3: Our main theme is from Only Beast. Thank you, Only Beast. Uh, you're welcome. You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcast from, and when you're there, open it up and give us that five star review. Every little bit helps. And if you're enjoying what you're hearing, tell a friend. Have them join the book club. Everybody wants to be a book club member.
0: Yes, do
1: it. That's right.
3: Next week, going back to Baltimore and reading. The Wolf and the Apostle. You, you in the wolf? Oh, you feel better, motherfucker. That's all you had <laughs> to say. That's all you had to say. <laughs> so you guys know what to do. Pull out those Omnis, those trades, those digitals. Go to your library and ask them to preserve it for you so you can check it out. And uh, join us next week on Book Club Member Comics.
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm John Salinas.
1: I'm a goofy glowing skeleton ghost that actually has a poignant and somewhat tragic backstory. That's coming out of a portal, a portal in your leg. Okay. <laughs> and I'm
2: Ross,
3: and I'm Aubrey Lovelace, saying, "I know where
2: you want to go." Yeah. Nice. You had like three lines you could choose from in the intercom. I know. Right? Yeah. I wrote them all down. <laughs> you
1: wrote them down.